is the beautiful Alicia Fox. Spoke to you and said this, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. Loaded up with alcohol, more specifically vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's coming at you! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. And after tonight, none of you in this ring will ever... Welcome to Three Count Thursday. It is December the twenty sixth. Yeah, we get right back to work after Christmas. We don't we don't take extra days off here, do we, Ryan? No. <laughs> yeah, we are the podcast of the millennium. We have tons to talk about this week, including like John Taffer in a shitty bar. We're shutting down twenty nineteen. But first our show is brought to you by what a maneuver! We're, we'll get there. We'll get oh, there. See, I was on. I was no, ready for it today. We're not brought to that. We're not. Oh, my bad, folks. We're brought to you by tight. Alicia's pillows and things pillows and on things. NGSC Sports. Yes, that's what I was. If you're decorating say. your home, you want it to reflect your taste and like. Start 2020. Stop 2019 and 2019 and start 2020. Right. With some new decor in your house, sports, movie, TV, all sorts of characters, cartoons. All of it. It's all, all it. there. Neck pillows, full body pillows, stools, tons I love more. all sorts of pillows. Throw pillows. Throw pillows. Punching pillows. Tossing pillows. Tossing pillows. All sorts of pillows. All sorts of pillows. Log on. Log on to NGSCSports.com. Find the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage and place your order. You can also go to our website, 3 We got all of our social media links. We got our YouTube channel. We got our merchandise at whatamaneuver.net. What a maneuver. Thank you. Our Patreon uh, page at patreon.com slash three count Thursday. We also have our uh, collar and elbow brand deal. 10% off each and every order at store.collarandelbowbrand.com using promo code three count. Our home network, ngscsports.com. And of course, we are now once again uh, being simulcast on liebsports.com. That is L E E I B sports.com that it is that it is i think this is our first night simulcast live yes on leap sports yeah i don't think we were live last week but we are live tonight it's over happening. there leap sports audience what's going on great so to have you uh, we are glad to be back in the fold over there there are... promise not to suck bad right i mean we will definitely suck just not but bad. we'll try not to do it too badly right uh, there are some indie shows on the calendar for this weekend, Ryan. We have uh, two tomorrow night and two on Saturday. That's four 
total. That's folks. four total. Uh, tomorrow night, Adrenaline Wrestling presents Deck the Jaws, I believe. Uh, Friday, uh, that is tomorrow night, uh, the Har- Hanover Armory and Hanover PA, 7 o'clock doors, 8 o'clock bell time. MCW presents their New Year's Extravaganza tomorrow night, Perry Hall High School in Baltimore, Maryland. The bell time is at 8 o'clock on there. Folks, and Baltimore is just beautiful this Charming. time of the year. Charming. Do you know, not only is Baltimore known as Charm City, it is also known as the city that reads. Really? Yeah. I don't know what they're reading. I don't know what they're reading either. But, yes, the it's city... It's also not Charm City. Well, I mean, that's the name. It's not I very know what charming. It is. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> uh, and then on Saturday, we have uh, H2O Wrestling Presents Opportunity Knox 5. Uh, that, that is at the... Uh, that's Opportunity. There it is. <laughs> That is at the H2O Wrestling Center in Williamstown, New Jersey. Uh, doors are at 7.30. Bell is at 8. And then, uh, Ryan, this is a show you're going to be calling the action for, I do believe. Uh, ACW and Rogue Women Warriors present Snow Day up there at Club Reverb in Reading, PA. Doors at 6. Bell is at 6.30. That is correct. should probably tell the people, Ryan, a little bit about what they might find. There are so many great things that you can find way up there at Club Reverb. It's actually not that far. It's just Reading, Pennsylvania. It's 1402 North 9th Street that is in Reading, Pennsylvania. Again, it's ACW and the Rogueman Warriors as we present Snow Day. Jim, does that right? Doors at 6. Bell time is at 6.30. Making their Rogue debuts, we have Charlie Cruel taking on Megan Mason. Uh, both of them making their Rogue debuts. And Tess Valentine challenges not valentine's that's coming up valentine yes that's Tessa february valentine, i still have time on that one bud ch- uh, challenges lena lennox for the rogue world championship and that's it for the women's matches this time that's it shorter women's card bigger men's card seven more matches scotty jeffrey's taking on bones for the acw tri-state championship like it bobby krueger takes on Saren faust mc hardbody faces the returning Jamie Senegal. Mr. Chow battles Jay Savage, and that's in our Micros division, Jim. They're, uh, the they're, Micros. They're, they're little, little guys. Little. Yeah, a little bit littler. Okay, okay. Jack Hershey takes on Leo Sweet, takes on Wisley Jackanor in the Cruiserweight Triple Threat. One of those guys heading out as a champion, Wisley going in as the champion. Stockade takes on our friend Stan Styles. There's a, a a big difference. Yeah. Stockade, kind of the, the death match. S. Guardian is kind of a big guy. Stan, who's just here to have some fun and eat some whipped cream. Yeah, yeah. Contrasting styles there. The ACW Heavyweight Championship match of the night, Andy Hedder, takes on Dame. And we have a very special Rose Room Ooh. featuring our favorite, Felicia Rose. We do love her. She... It's going to have a mystery WWE guest. Wait, wait, wait. We don't know who it is. Uh, whatever you want to do. Uh, a mystery W. I don't even. I work for the company. And I have not been told who our mystery guest is. It is a former WWE superstar. And I was told that they have never been. Never. To ACW before. Hmm. Former WWE star. They're appearing in the Rose Room with our girl, Felicia Rose. 
What a way to end 2019. Come on up to Club Reverb. They have a bar. You can have a couple drinks. Enjoy professional wrestling. Very good. Very good. It starts at 6.30. Guys, the show will probably be over around 10. Throw some drinks back. Have a good time up there in Club Reverb. Come hang out with us again. Doors at 6. Bell time. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. 6.30. Excuse me. I got a little gurgle there in my throat. Uh, You know, it's, it's that time of year. I feel like we're all... Just in, in in varying ranges of uh, of gurgling and uh, <laughs> and and acid reflux at this point, it's the it, we, we, it gives us something to look forward to when we uh, you know New Year, New Me in about a week. Oh yeah, all that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, well, there'll be lies, Jim, and uh, th- oh, we probably missed this one because it rolls over to like the next calendar week, but the 29th, which is Sunday, Sunday. They have a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. RFW CCW Valor Pro Wrestling Super Show. Totally missed this yes, one. Yes. Yeah. I think, again, I think it's because it rolled to the next week. We would have found it, but it would have been too late. Um, the West Shore Wars, number four, Winter Warfare. It's at the West Shore Elks Lodge, um, number 2257. It's my favorite Elks Lodge. Oh, I do love that Elks Lodge. The 2257 is the best one. If you've never been there, again, beautiful. This time of the year, it's Just decorated. With the it's elks so nice. and everything. Um, this is the supporting the elks charitable causes. So it's for a good cause. It's 108 St. John's Church Road, uh, up there in Camp Hill, um, Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. Doors are at 3 p.m. Bell time at four. Again, this is a Sunday show. That's why it's a little bit earlier. Doors at three. Bell time four. I'm not sure of all the matches, but uh, looks like Mel Havoc's going to be there. Looks like Mr. Ping. Um, let's see here. Who else do I see here? General Brian Kiesel, our boy Rob Noxious. Rob Noxious. Rob Noxious. Adrian Bliss is going to be up there. Uh, Malcolm King. He loves soup. He does. Hates crackers. Hates crackers. That's what he says. Loves soup. Hates crackers. Um, I I prefer. I love all soup. I don't love all soups. I love. I love a lot of soups. You like more soups than I do. I'm a. I'm a soup guy. Now, are you a cracker guy? With depends on the soup. I think we're talking different crackers. Malcolm King and I. I mean what. Oh, maybe, maybe now I, I know, know him. He's I don't think he would mean that. Um, Robert uh, asks here, Ryan, he says, where are the shows for ACW going to be in the Lancaster area? Um, just keep Robert. Pay attention here. Pay attention to um, Atomic Championship Wrestling's uh, website and Facebook page and all of that. That stuff's going to be announced. I'm sure it's they're still working on stuff. Um, there's a lot of uh, potential venues. I know. Um, from talking to you, who talking to Tate, you know, th- th- there's there's a lot of things going on. The the potential is out there. Yeah, so uh, Robert, just keep paying is that attention. That's the correct way to shorten potential. Potential. Nah, it doesn't sound right at all. Is there a proper way? Like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Sure, potential. Also, my uh, partner in crime at Atomic Championship Wrestling, other James, not you, not me, other, other James, James, um, has announced uh, an upcoming. Stuff. We'll call it upcoming stuff. Here's is one of his tweets five days ago, um, and I'm going to read it. Quote, watch the fuck out for some upcoming stuff from ACW Pro and Roguin Warriors. Diverse cast, colorful language, and occasional pet food raffles. Pet food raffles. Okay. And I said, colorful language? Frick yeah. <laughs> Super exciting for that. And then the word Apocalypse. <laughs> Apocalypse. So uh, I know a little bit about that, but definitely keep tuned to ACW Rogue Women Warriors. Um, their Twitter is at ACW Pro Wrestling, ACW Pro Wrestling, um, and at Rogue Women War 
for more information there. Now, Jason says um, that is not the the proper, uh, what was that, abbreviation? Abbreviation. For potential, potential. So, I'm not sure what is. Who is Jason? Jason who? Jason Thomas. He's wrong. Okay. Uh, it's in the book. Sorry, Jason. It's in the Bible. We don't make the, the rules. In, in the red letters. Jesus Actually, said it. not sure about that. It, it was in the red letters. I, I, I just said I'm not sure about that. Hi, Blake. Blake says hi. Hi, Blake. Hi, Blake. Um, What's I, up, Robert? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was in the red letters. I, I, I would have to do some research. But here's the thing. Funny thing about the rules on this show is we actually make them. So if we say that that's the proper way to shorten potential on this show, it is. That's fair. I do have to say I'm a little bit bummed we're not joined by our buddy Tim tonight. Yeah, no Tim, uh, no Matt on the line. And Intern Mark is still... Who the hell knows? He's. I, I assume he's, he's still interning. in a line. Oh, hi, Mark. I assume he's still in a line returning gifts at the Walmart. <laughs> that might be. Um, so might be because funny thing, like they say it was like the best retail year in, in years, a great retail. but like funny thing about that is, um, that just means more people bought more shit that everybody doesn't like and has to return the next day. You know what? You know, but I'll let you, I'll let you go. I I got the one thing that I'm never going to give back for Christmas. Cold, hard cash, bro. Oh, I don't return that. I thought it was the clap. Oh, now that's the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, uh, my bad. Yeah, sorry, I kept stepping on you there. Here's the um the crazy thing about today in a lot of retail environments. Um the returns are always really bad, for sure. Sure. Even worse is all the Christmas shit is fifty percent off. Oh. And like mm. those housewives are ready to get out. God dang it, Bobby. They're ready. Yeah. And they just want to buy all the wrapping paper for next year. Oh yeah. All of it. That's- Why buy a wrapping paper for three dollars? When today you can buy it for a buck fifty, right? Exactly, you can get two for the price of one, Ryan. You can be right. You can you can buy them for two for the yeah. price of one of them. Yeah, right. What a maneuver! What a maneuver! It's crazy. Or so you this can, is why you I'm, can wait even another week, and 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 I'm, now you're going to have to see. And Jason's there's going to be got it right too. There's going to be slim pickings, but in like a week or so, when when all all of those angry mothers have have already ransacked the stores. You can pick through what's left. Those and, are and like get it for like eighty percent off. The shit plaid and holly scented ones. Who gives a shit? Scented people? ones. Scented. Scented. Scented, ones. scented wrapping paper. And like the Barbie one with last year's Barbie, or like the WWE one that has Paige on it still. Favorite wrapping paper I ever had, and my it was uh, my stepmother in law at the time. Um, and she, she didn't even realize that she had gotten this. Okay. But it was like Santa and his reindeer, you know, flying the flying the sleigh. But the Santa on the wrapping paper was was black. Oh, wow. I loved it. it I, like, I actually saved a piece of the paper. Really? Yeah. I never saved paper. You're so, I love the wrapping paper. You're so woke. I. <laughs> is that what the kids say? I think so. I think that's what the kids say. Uh, we're, we're accepting of all Santa colors. Hi, Keith. Keith's my buddy from the... Uh, from the post earlier, we're having f- we were having fun. Social media from is the fun. poster from the post earlier. Post earlier, but yeah. Oh, when we on the Facebook spoiled the the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler Obi- alert: Obi Wan Kenobi, right? Yes, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, but we're not a Ryan. Come on, we're not a Star Wars podcast. We're not a Star Wars podcast. We are not. We know some Star Wars. We know, podcasts. We know some Star Wars. I'm not Wars going podcasts. to dabble in the Star Wars no, podcasting. No, business, I mean. 
if we do it, then we're clearly just following. Right. In I mean, we already did that with wrestling, so I don't. Right, I don't so. want to do. I think we should just stay. Actually, here's a crazy thought: actually stay committed to something. No, Jim. You know, and silly. we'll just we'll just do that. I know it's your affliction is whether or not we're going to uh, do the I'm right tough. thing. Look, all I'm really trying to do is like get famous. Baby, I'm just but, trying to get famous from this and reach some stardom. Yeah, that's all I want. That's do. all I want to do. That, that is really. Really, truly, all I want to do. So the reason I'm bummed Tim's not here is over this over the, over the Christmas week, week and a half, whatever. Very I uh, Chrysler. I was I procured a little wheel game, like a little spin a wheel, wheel game, and I was going to make a wheel of impressions with <laughs> uh, for for, yeah. for our boy Tim here of, of any impression that he could do, well. and like when our video gets up to like ten or fifteen live watchers. We'll spin it, spin and like wheel. he'll have to do an impression for the next, Jesus, a minute or you gotta, so. You got, I got you some hiccups. Right. Yeah, I stopped at Burger King, which was dumb, at nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Oh. And and I like their stacker sandwich. Diabetes. But I used to like it with the smaller patties. Right, it's the Whopper it patty now. But now it's it? the Whopper patty, and they sell it double, which is way too much. So I always ask for the single. They, never, they that, never do that, do they? They did. They gave me the one patty, which was okay, fine. good, good, good. But, like, I was it still was just... It was at this moment mm. that he knew he fucked up. That's exactly what it was. Dumbass! So I was hoping to um, to break out the wheel for uh, for our boy Timmy tonight, but uh, Tim is just a, a Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, hopefully we'll have him back. Um Next week, and then we'll have everybody back on the line once we'll be in the new year. Hey, everybody. Hey, do we have a phone line? Can we open the phone line? Um, we're going to talk about, like, top matches, because I didn't watch very much well, wrestling. We'll let, let's let the people just... We can let them in there? We'll let them, we'll let them just answer in the Right, chat. we don't want to hear their voice. It's, easy, it's easier right. that way. Yeah, that's what we'll say. It's easier that way. <laughs> um, we did post the question <laughs> of the week out this week, and, and because we're going to be breaking down... Our top five matches of the year. The question du jour, if you will. We thought we'd ask people what their favorite uh, or, or their favorite matches. Do you want to give their answers first or do we want to do ours first? We can do their answers first, but before we get to that. Okay, before we get to can that. Can we sidebar real quick? Cause I, we I, can I, sidebar. If we you have... are listening and watching along, I want you to think about this. Top two, top three, top five matches, if you can, off the top of your head, rattle off five. Sure. We'd love to know what your matches are of the year. We will be covering ours yeah, yeah, in a moment. In the comment here. Did you get anything wrestling related for Christmas? You said cash. Yeah, I got I got money. Um, no, I didn't. I mean, besides the the stuff the the, th- the stuff between we, us, we we we, all we, we always have a gift right. exchange. But no, no, I didn't. I got. Um, I actually got very little in the way of of actual presents. Presents, okay. Because it was it was it was mostly it was mostly money. But I did get um, I did get a Notre Dame knit hat. What, I need to keep my head warm, That's right? That's fair. Um, and uh, my wife bought me a record player because my my old one broke. Oh, oh, that's not good. Well, it like it it kind of got warped. So like you know, yeah, it was like a wobbly record, but it was just the the player. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I, got I actually that, got one this year and some new Bluetooth headphones. So I'm oh, nice. ear, the earbuds. So. so you can work out. So you can listen to music. There we are. Got it. Um, did you get anything wrestling related, right? Um, I did actually. I got um the 
20th anniversary SmackDown rock pop. The gold one. Which is gold. Okay, yeah. They also made a Ric Flair and Charlotte Flair gold pack. Mm-hmm. On, I think, the website. I think that was a <gasps> website exclusive one. Yes. Um, I got the Brie Mode shirt. My, my mom picked up the Brie Mode shirt for me, my mom and dad. So, way to go. Absolutely picked the right Bella. So, they're right. This one's so sad. It is sad. I'm actually sad because that's uh, that I got that shirt from Intern Mark this year. Did you really? I did. We have matching Brie we, Mode we, shirts. We have, I didn't know yeah. that. So tell you what, Ryan, I know you're not much to the drinker anymore, but obviously going going Brie Mode, one of the, the, the things is, you know, getting 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 hammered. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's one of the things. Um so if it, I, I feel like we should go drinking together in our primo shirts and uh, take some video and see if you know we what we ought to do. We ought to do that when we head down to the beach. We'll yeah, go to Rehoboth. There, there. <laughs> Me and Big Jim just getting turned at Rehoboth Beach in our matching shirts. In our matching shirts, and uh, take a little video of it. See if we can't get some love from the Bella Twins mm. on the social medias. You know what we ought to do. We have to take one more person and like slow us down running at the beach. Well, you, you wouldn't have to slow the video down. I was going to say, Never we mind. could just run on the just beach. Run on the beach, it would look like it's slow motion. Right. Yeah, we just said we would just have to put the uh, the, the music to I think I even have that. I want to do one of those numbers where you get your hair wet and you flick back really far and your hair goes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have hair, but. Well, yeah, neither of us do. I swear to God, I, I thought I used that. Maybe that, that was one of the. Uh, which one was it? The musics that 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 got uh, got removed when we were cleaning up the old board. I tell you, I'll keep chariots looking. of fire. Well, yeah, but it wasn't called it wasn't called that. Um, I'm going to keep looking okay, for you it. Keep looking periodically for when I find it. Um, then uh, then I will. I'll just hit it randomly. Um, so, do we want to get the 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 people's responses from the social media posts, and then we'll go over our lists? Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What else did I get? So, uh, so. Oh, look at this! It's a picture. You slide it over a door. It's a door wrap of John Cena. Oh, how about that? I ran into the door twice once I put it on. Well, yeah, because you can't see you it. You can't see it. Man, like it's just—it's a big cloth thing. It just goes over your no door. No kidding! How about that? It's—it's it's like a big John Cena. He watches over me while I sleep. That's With some undisputed era swag. Was, oh, I love a, the undisputed good, era. It was a good. Dude, I saw. I saw somebody had a really awful take. About uh, the undisputed era on Twitter today, and I didn't, I didn't even have the energy to argue with. I also took a picture of them. What is that? That is candied sweet potatoes. Oh, delicious! Isn't the, yeah, this is the yeah. This will be us running. Yeah, uh, we, we just have to hit the look at the granules. Oh, oh. I love sweet potatoes. Um, Jason says the only attention the two of us will get running on the beach is for paramedics. <laughs> He said he would as well. Thank you, Jason, uh, for that. That's that's a huge bitch. Um, so we, like I said, we asked our, our question of the week. Um, what was people's um, best match of 2019? Uh, of course, we're going to do our top five. Uh, Drew Drew Cage on Instagram says Cody versus Dustin. Um, obviously at uh, Double or Nothing. Um. Let's see here. Charlie says he has two, maybe three, in no order. He loved the NWA title match between uh, Marty and Nick. Okay. Uh, he says Walter and Dunn at TakeOver was amazing. Lastly, the men's War Games match is up there as well. 
but he would have liked to have seen a little bit of color to add to the drama. Sure. Um, Charlie loves the blood. He does. <laughs> uh, Devin says uh, Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 35, Cody versus Dustin, uh, Cole versus Gargano at TakeOver New York, Lesnar versus Seth at SummerSlam, okay. uh, Eddie Smooth versus Sean Carr and Knight to remember a local uh, a local match. I don't mention uh, Ray versus Andrade when they um, – First faced off. Look at this guy with honorable mentions. I love. Look at that. He's he's in the spirit. He knows they're coming. Yeah, he knows what's happening. Uh, Axel Fox uh, says Tessa Blanchard versus Sammy Callahan. Any of them from this year? Hey, that's Uh, a really big deal with with the intergender wrestling. Absolutely, big big deal. And then uh, John and Chris also have Cody or uh, Cody and Dustin. So that is uh, obviously a a fairly common theme uh, among wrestling fans this year. This is exciting. Again, we're going to sidebar just for a moment. Let's sidebar. But you, you yourself tuned into TNT last night. I did. I now, did. Now, we need podcast on Thursday. Last night is obviously Wednesday. It's Wednesday the Wednesday Night, night Warriors. They finally got you to tune in to TNT Wednesday Night. Jim, tell us what you thought. What did you see? Um, I saw Ralphie shoot his eye out. No. No. So I guess NXT is going to win the war this week. Eh? I guess NXT won. I didn't see the Brian Alvarez yeah, numbers. I didn't, but, I didn't uh, see Alvarez's tweet today. I assume, but maybe it was delayed because it's Christmas week. Maybe it'll come out tomorrow. You know what? It is Christmas. <laughs> is uh, we don't have we don't have what's his name joining us on the phone? Tim is Tim available at all? Is, uh, I haven't I haven't did heard he even anything. Message us his his picks. He did not. Tim Tim, you he had did one not. Job. He's letting us down. I, I mean, I know there's extenuating circumstances today. Right, right. He's under the weather or somebody he knows. Is, I forget exactly what it was, but I hope everything's okay. Uh, hopefully, hopefully. Um, oh, I wanted I wanted to pull this up as well. Since we were talking a little bit about AEW, of course, they return um, on uh, AEW on Wednesday next week. Um, they they threw this out there. Oh, let me uh, let me find it here quick. Why can't I find this? Oh, I'm on the wrong page. Oh, Jim, look at this. Whoopsies. You know what's going to happen, Jim? What's that? It's going to happen. Just whoopsies. It's going to happen. Uh, AEW uh, tweeted out just a little bit earlier. He said, new 2020 annual records will begin on AEW Dynamite next Wednesday, January the 1st. January? Career AEW records will be cumulative. The annual records reset each calendar year. The annual records will be increasingly important in the rankings as the new calendar year continues. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about that, Ryan? I think it's, um, I don't know, Jim. It's predetermined. So wins and losses don't really matter. It's uh, Brian responded. He said, why do they try to portray their bookings as a scientific formula when everyone knows uh, it's at their whim anyway? Maybe they should also publish their tag team match rules and appoint an independent arbitrator for grievances. I, lo- I like I like cousin Brian's yeah, uh, I, I attitude see where he's there. Going. Um, and I said th- this is what I responded, and this is truly how I feel. I do give them credit for trying something different. Sure. Obviously, the, the you know being the analytical um, you know stats, wins and losses matter. Wrestling company is something that's very different. It's not something we are used to seeing. However, I I just don't see this analytical side being something that's going to be sustainable. I really don't, and I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm not trying to, you know, just be just be the WWE guy trying to shit on AEW. But seriously, we already kind of almost saw that create an issue with the 
right Jericho and Jungle Boy match because as it was spoken on the show, it sounded like a title match. Jungle Jack Perry. They they ended up not having it be a title match, but what you know, why why is a 0 and 8 guy facing the champion? And there, you know, and and I saw AEW defenders um saying, "Well, you can't just go by wins and losses." And I'm like, "But Cody, if he had lost the match on the AEW on AEW TV, I think it was like two weeks before Full Gear said if he lost, he was going to bow out of the match at Full Gear because it wouldn't be fair for him at was it two and one to be in a title. I match. feel like their tweets say wins and losses matter. That that's what they've told us. They do or they don't. Yeah. Again, again, I, I like it. It's different. It it is different, and I and I I seriously I seriously do give them the attention, um, or, or the the I, I appreciate them trying something different. I just I just think that that side of it, that part of it. Is not going to be sustainable over, right over a long period of time. I really don't. Um, <laughs> Devin says your big, big man titties bouncing up, running up and down on the beach. So yeah, That's we're gonna get, we're be. gonna get attention, man. You're damn right. Uh, Jason says AEW is garbage, so he's he's not a fan. He said it blew up in WCW's face when they did it with Goldberg. It won't work. There's no need for it. Yeah, I mean. Is Jason your burner account, Jim? Is that what this is? I, I have not typed anything. <laughs> I mean, unless, unless it's re- literally reading my mind and spitting it out on, right, on right. Jason's account. But no, again, I, I it's an interesting concept. It's an interesting idea. Obviously, nobody's done it before. But I also think pro wrestling's been around for, I mean, what, 100, 100 years? Like, been around for, yeah, you know, yeah. even, even if you go back to the like the early... Jim, it could be around for a hundred years. It could have been around for fifteen. I don't even fucking. I don't even know. I mean, for, we know by the rules and standards of the old WWF intro, the World Wrestling Federation for over fifty years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Right. So we know it's at least over fifty years. Over fifty years. There's been a reason why for over fifty years nobody has kept track of wins and losses, and I think you and I touched on it a little bit with. Um, the the rise of the women's division or like one woman wrestler, uh, Chris Statlander, yeah, and how it seems like they are kind of capitalizing on the hot hand. Well, he, here could be th- this is where I could um, envision them having a problem. So let's say that you know records reset January first, twenty twenty. We get all the way out to October of twenty twenty. And you have a women's division that um, you know, they they spent a lot of focus on because that's what AEW does. So like your 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 leading woman is uh, is like eleven and two on the year, right? Okay, um, and then they sign somebody new, and they go one and zero in their first match, and the and like it's somebody that the the audience, the Twitterverse, you know the 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 AEW fan base is super into, right? But like, say there's somebody who's kind of already in the title picture, who's eleven and two. They have an eighty-four percent win record, at right? Eleven and two. But obviously, one and zero is a hundred percent. That's right. But eleven wins is more than one. That's correct. I mean, two losses is more than zero. But how do you how do you hot shot somebody who's brand new towards that title picture when you have eleven and two, and maybe 
I think she's a dentist. Britt Baker has like 10 wins by that point in the year. That That's where like I just see logically them having a problem. You have somebody maybe like a Nyla Rose or an Awesome Kong take out your 11 and 2 person temporarily, put them on the shelf, and that's how you shot hot shot. If you bang up your 11 and 2 so they can't compete. Again, you can't go to this well over and over and over and over and over again. So True. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just I just foresee it being an issue. Um, but they'll I'm sure they'll find something catchy to put on being the elite, and it'll all be okay. Uh, Jesus says, what's the Dark Order's strike percentage on punches landed? I think it's negative, actually. Yeah, that's You all right? Tough. You bleeding? I am. I don't I don't know if I cut myself or... Did you scratch yourself open? Get them claws? Yeah, Charlie, I, the Cowboys are terrible. They really are. But I mean, like I said... Eagles aren't much better. Like right I said, what either. I fully expect to happen after last week, Eagles lose this week, Cowboys win. Um, the Cowboys beat the Seahawks in like week one of the playoffs, and then Jason oh, Garrett gets a new contract. Marshawn Lynch is back. That's fully what I expect to happen because sports... Did you see, did you see Marshawn Lynch show up? In Seattle, I did with all them skittles. All them skittles. All them. Did you see, skittles. like you heard, like all the the like younger players are like starstruck by him. Like they didn't really? know how to like react around him, which I find it interesting. I don't think anybody knows how to react about him. Like he's, well, yeah, he's just like he's like a weird guy. He's a weird guy. All right, Lorraine, let's hit our uh, let's hit Back our to wrestling. Let's hit our matches list here. Um, as, uh, did anybody comment in the comment section? I had to close mine out, so I lost them for some reason. Okay, uh, let's see here. I think here. some people might have thrown them up. For some reason, uh, Williams got cut off after, like, three. So he is um, number three, Rhea Ripley uh, over Shayna Baszler on, on last week's NXT. Solid. Uh, Gargano versus Cole Takeover Brooklyn is number two, and his number one is the women's uh, main event at WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so that's one there. And continue to throw uh, your... Uh, match or matches of the year in the comments, Charlie. We did already hit yours from Twitter. We thank you for that. Same with you, Devin. We appreciate yes. uh, the the response on uh, on on our social media pages. Devin saying our big titties. <laughs> so Ryan, as hard as this is to believe, uh, and if you are following along the live video, throw a share up there. Get as many people uh, in here as possible on that one. Do it or we'll stop. As, as, no, we're not. Well, we might. I don't know. We might. Who knows? Um, as hard as this is to believe. Let's talk about it, Jimbo. I only have one honorable mention this year. Oh, my God. I know. I'm bucking tradition on you this are one. Um, bucking a fucking. <laughs> um, because I feel like I usually get gripe from the um, the names that aren't even on the show this week um, that I have too many honorable <laughs> mentions or whatever. Didn't Matt hit us up with like three or he four? He did. He did. And oh. I'll, I'll, I'll get his when we get through our list. Um so, but uh, so I only included one. My honorable mention for the year, and and I will preface this by saying that it may not have been the me- the best tag team match of the year um, or anything like that. But but for expectation versus reality, this thing hammered tenfold better than anybody thought it should. When this match was announced, everybody groaned. When this match was when it was revealed that this match was opening this pay per view event. Everybody lost their damn minds, and this thing freaking delivered. It was awesome. It was booked exactly the way it should have been. The My honorable mention for the year, Ryan, was the Graveyard Dogs, The Undertaker and Roman Reigns, defeating Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre um, at Extreme Rules back in July. 
because Shane and Undertaker didn't really do a whole lot. It was mostly Reigns and McIntyre. It was booked perfectly. It started the show. The fans dug it. The, the, the fact that the Philadelphia audience didn't shit on this That's match right. okay. tells you all you need to know. This was a good match. If you have not watched it, um, go back. Uh, we, I mean, we recommend hitting all of these matches that we're gonna that we're gonna touch on. But I I, re- I thoroughly enjoyed that match. I thought it was a great kickoff all right. to that show. Solid. All right. I have I have a handful, and um, I feel like I did really really good this year watching wrestling. So pretty excited about that. Um, I have three honorable mentions. Honorable mention number one um, take took place way back. NXT UK takeover back in January 12th. 12 days, Jim, into the new year. My first honorable mention. Is this the one that I watched right away? You need to. Okay. Mustache Mountain versus James Drake and Zach Gibson. NXT UK takeover January 12th. Solid. Fucking loved it. Hooked me for the entire show. Solid, solid match. Um, My second honorable mention match was Flip Gordon and Bandito. Taking on Guerrero Maya Jr. and Stuka Jr. at the NWA Ring of Honor Crockett Cup 2019. Wow, okay, okay. Again, just a really, really fun tag team match. It's the first time I've seen uh, Stuka Jr. and Guerrero Maya Jr. Loved it. Just hooked me. Again, really good um, matchup there. And where I lost my other honorable mention. My other honorable mention was Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong at NXT Takeover Twenty Five. Okay, okay. XXV. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll let you know, like, because I, I had a list in my in my phone on my notes. Like when I would see a match that I really really loved, I would uh, I'd put in notes on my phone so I'd remember about it. Yeah, and go back and check it out again. Um, Matt's honorable mentions: Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai at Takeover Toronto. Okay. Um, Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. And uh, Dream versus Riddle at Takeover New York, um, so all solid ones there uh, as well. Before we jump into our top five, Ryan uh, Christopher asked a, a great question here. Obviously, tonight, if you missed our, our posts um, a little bit earlier, uh, it was the MSG House Show tonight. You know, the part of the annual uh, holiday tour. Uh, Andrade defeated Rey Mysterio for the United States title. Um, so Christopher asks, what does this mean for Ray's plans going forward? Um, one of his friends thinks this win by Andrade may be the way they introduce the new U.S. title belt, either this week on Raw or the first Raw of 2020. That is a solid point because um, I know they you know, they just redesigned the Intercontinental belt. Um, U.S. title could definitely use an updating. Um, I think that is the oldest of, uh, of the title designs in the company now. Um, not far behind is the tag – the the uh, the the battling uh, Spartans um, sure. on the uh, on the tag titles those could definitely but they even got refreshed a bit well they got Smackdown refreshed with the Raw and SmackDown right. but the 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 actual plate design yeah. itself goes back to uh, old school Raw I, I think Bret Hart presented them uh, to um, the the Hart Dynasty that was the pair of Nichols. Tyson yeah Tyson and uh, and Ugh, that's a tough one Davy Boy um, Davy Boy. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they did this because of uh, because of an injury or or yeah, if it is a way to introduce. I would love it if they if they're using this as a way to introduce a new title um, or an up. I should say an updated U.S. title, sure. and a new a new physical belt itself. Um, 
I, I the the first thing I thought is man, Ray's hurt, and if you if if you're not going to get all the way uh, to next week's Raw, um, you you I think a great way to do it is to turn it at Madison Square Garden. People, um, there, there's a, there's a lot of media that are there yep. that aren't normally there. Like I know the busted open guys are there. Um, New York, New Jersey is obviously the hotbed um, for professional wrestling. So. You know, I think it makes sense if you're gonna if you're gonna do something like that, a title change at a house show. Um, I think you're gonna see it at MSG. They they pulled the trigger on it. Right, I agree. I mean, and we, you know, turned down our invitation. You know, they said busted opens there. We turned down our invitation because Thursday nights we go live for 100%, you guys. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So like that's why we're not there. Um, because they wanted us real bad, Jim. They did. They they, they were calling us. my phone all day, and I'm like, look, you know, I appreciate it. I appreciate the front row seats. Give them to the green shirt guy with the khaki hat. Uh, I, I I swear I I, I want to go live three count Thursday uh, as we normally do uh, on a Thursday night. So uh, right, right, great so. Cre- question there, uh, Christopher. Yeah, thank you. Good job. Um, Love it. Jason says an honorable mention should be Natalia versus Lacey Evans. Obviously at the Saudi show. Yeah, I, I mean it was it was a fairly standard match, short match, but yes, that was obviously a great moment um, and, uh, and and something that I know everybody's kind of been waiting on. Um, for the first, I think it was four Saudi shows was heavily rumored on the, on the one before that. So, uh, great honorable mention. Got me to at least watch that match. Yeah. There you go. Um, all right. My number five, Ryan. I'm sorry. I had to burp. Hey, you know what (sighs) happens? It happens. Um, mine was Adam Cole defeating Daniel Bryan to retain the NXT championship on Friday night SmackDown, uh, back in November. Um, the match itself was spectacular, but when, when you, you started to hear about, um, the reasons why this was kind of in not direct response, but, um, it was because of the, the delays coming back from the Saudi show. So, um, like the NXT guys were like in Florida and, and whatever, and they're, they had to fly them. I forget where the, the show was somewhere in the, the East coast, Buffalo, Buffalo, um, so obviously coastal Buffalo, sure, very coastal. <laughs> um, beautiful this time of year. Beautiful, absolutely, just the best. Um, but uh, you know they, they they flew them up there to kind of throw the show together, and um, for these two guys who, to the best of my knowledge, uh, have never worked together before, this match was absolutely spectacular. Um, Cole and Daniel Bryan. What oh, the it holy was. hell was that? What is this? Oh, I think it was his Facebook message. Tell your uncle to quit fucking messaging us. I don't know why he does that. Thursday nights, guy. My number five match is uh, one of Matt's honorable mentions. It is Matt Riddle versus Velveteen Dream. That is from NXT TakeOver New York, April 5th. Okay, yeah. It's a solid, fun match. I think Matt, like I said, I think it was his honorable mention. Uh, Dream versus Riddle? Riddle, yeah. Yep, Yep, absolutely. Kind of miss Dream right now. Yeah, yeah, I think injury. Is the I don't know. Injury? I don't know if it's injury, but I feel like his uh, return is going to be something fantastic. Or a call-up, potentially. Are we still doing call-ups? I I don't know. I mean, you know, I guess... I pretty much... Could, I, I, well, I guess at this point, it would be more of a trade. Okay, all right. Uh, a horizonte? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, I think theoretically... <clears throat> I guess it would still be a call-up because we just had... Um, Deanna Perrazzo kind of sh- show up on Raw, call up Chelsea Green, 
wrestled a match up on SmackDown or up on Raw. I think yeah, that's kind of so how I don't, they're phrasing I, I it. I think the, the, the trades are Raw and SmackDown only. Okay. And maybe that's just because, you know, when NXT won at Survivor Series, you know, you can kind of just show up wherever you want maybe. I don't know. I don't want to overthink it. It's wrestling. Like, and I understand that, like, there's no more wild card rule right. and all of that. They haven't moved people Raw SmackDown. Sure. Uh, the occasional manager, though. I think managers can cover both. Like, Sami Zayn can be on both because right. of being a manager, but you can't compete on both. Um, tons of people in the live video. Again, we appreciate you uh, spending a little bit of your uh, day after Christmas with us. Um, give it a like. Give it a share. Hang out here for a little while. We appreciate that. What is um, your top five, top two, top three, top one match of 2019? Drop it in the comments section. Charlie says, um, did, he, did we see that Adam Cole, Bebe, was hanging out at Decades a couple days ago. Is that a restaurant in Lancaster area? I don't know what Decades is. I have is. no idea. I don't know what Decades is. What is Decades? <clears throat> um, I assume guy, it was a bar restaurant. Um, restaurant. Uh, but, I mean, obviously he is originally he's from. He's got ties to the Mannheim Originally Central from area. this area. So, yeah. So yeah. I, wouldn't I, think I think he's a Central grad. A Mannheim Central grad. I thought it, oh, I know he went to Christian Mannheim Christian Day, I believe. But he oh, may yeah, have been oh, okay. a Mannheim Central grad. I'm not a. Hundred percent sure on that one. James was a stalker. Um, a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he was. He actually. The um, other guy. He was on the Preston and Steve show, WMMR. Um, I think right around Survivor Series time, and he even talked about the fact that he is from the from Lancaster area. Yeah. Okay. So he's not ashamed to admit it. He's That's, not. Um, Lady Lady Gaga was dating that guy from around this area. The Taylor Kinney. Taylor Swift. No, 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 no. That would have made a lot more headlines. Sure would have. That's a good point. <laughs> no, uh, the guy from the Chicago the Fire. Sh oh, that, that guy, yes. Yeah, Dreamboat. That guy is dreamy. Really? Absolutely. That's weird. Absolutely. Didn't uh, picture you going there. Just look I, him I up. I feel like you would have been more of a uh, other guy, the blonde. No, no, no. Not Captain Casey. Is that his name? Yeah. Who's on the house show? Like, it, like the one at MSG? The no, house show? No, not that house show. Oh, sorry. When you say house show, clearly. I, I get you. What wrestling house show? Yeah, that's my bad. I'm not good at what I do. <laughs> um, Matt's number five was uh, Osprey versus Ibushi. Uh, Coder. Coder Ibushi. Ibushi. Um, at uh, Wrestle Kingdom 13. Oh, Because all okay. the way back that's there. Awesome. That's um, there he is. There's Tim. <laughs> There's Tim. Uh, yeah, we do have a little bit of Tim uh, with us this week. Johnny Ace is a piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> And then we have a little bit of Ryan. <laughs> it's a solid laugh. And it's such a good giggle. Um, all right, number. Uh, let's move to our number fours. Coder. Number fours. I have uh, Velveteen Dream defeating Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong to retain the NXT North American Championship at TakeOver Toronto back in August. Um, again, I, I, there's there's numerous, and I think I had it like at least one or two other Velveteen Dream matches uh, on my on my perspective uh, list, but th this one stood out to me. I just remember watching it and thinking, um, and he, this is even me thinking this. Uh oh, it's going to be hard to top that this whole weekend, right? I I even went as far as saying, "Look at you, top that, Vince." Um, but no, just just a spectacular match. Um, I but you know, I think it was somewhere in like the twenty minute range. It just really good. Okay, really good stuff from all three. I am jumping out of um. I get kind of out of my norm for my next one. Uh, I know, I know. Jim, it's um from the Ring of Honor New Japan G1 Supercard, April 6th. 
So this would have been Mania weekend, the night before WrestleMania. I have Taji Ichimori versus Dragon Lee versus Bandito okay. um, in a three-way match. I think that match absolutely stole the show. We were talking about it um, as we were talking about. Oh, no, I wasn't part of the WrestleMania show. When would I have talked about that? Uh, I don't know. Not sure. After Mania, I guess. I would have highlighted it. Yeah, it must it. have been. Because yeah, that weren't... match was phenomenal. Um, absolutely loved it. If you guys haven't checked it out, check it out again. It was from the Ring of Honor New Japan G1 Supercard. Um, all right. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. The Decades is a retro bar and grill. Oh, I think that's the one that has the... It's at the old armory, I think. Or the old... Yeah, I think it's the old army. It has bowling alleys. Oh, um, yes. And all of yes. that stuff. Yeah, I've heard that's a really... Okh- Really neat spot uh, in Lancaster. It's a place I actually want to check out. I just forgot the name of it. I think there's also an axe-throwing place in Lancaster. Sweet. Should probably check that out as well. Um, maybe that's where we should wear the matching Brimo shirt. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> uh, match number four was uh, was Okada uh, versus Jay White, also at the G1 Supercard. Okay. So, um, G1 getting some love here from Not Jim on the, on the count. <laughs> um oh jim uh here we go charlie's uh so charlie even is adding more to his list uh that he responded on twitter he says uh skrull versus aldous um dunn versus walter cole and gargano two out of three the revival and red dragon um, and then uh, White and Okada. So uh, some familiar matches and some new matches uh, from Charlie as well. So I, uh, I do enjoy Jay White quite a lot. Yeah, he's very good. All right, uh, number three, three. Uh, on the list. I have Cody and Dustin from Double or Nothing back in May. Um, you know, the, the, their, their story long been told. They had the feud that didn't really pan out, obviously, in WWE. And and really from start to finish, both the build up, um, in in on the uh, the the videos leading up to it, because obviously there was no dynamite at this point, um, and then the match itself, and then the post match, I mean it was it was about uh, nothing is is truly perfect. Like if you really want to get critical, you can go back and you can find things that that were wrong. But on on first view, watching that match, that was about as perfect of a start to finish as I've seen on a match um, really in a while. And, and on that stage, on that night, it, it was really spectacular for those two. Everything you just said. Is that your number, number three? Number three. Nice. Yeah, Cody Dustin. Um, Matt's number three is the uh, the men's war game match, at the, for the NXT TakeOver War Games. Um, yeah, you know what? Because and, and, I know, I think somewhere a couple of other people had mentioned that match. I have a hard time putting like a war games, but for me, just because like it's just kind of in a class of its own, right? Like it's it, it it's so much Gaga, there's about, so much yeah. Gaga, and it and it's just and 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 both the men's and women's matches were um, just ex- extremely um, well done. You had the, the the turn during the women's match and the surprise return of Kevin Owens during the like. But it's it, there's there's it, you know to me it'd be like putting a Royal Rumble <laughs> in in a in like a match sure. of the year thing like I mean there may be a you know a, a spectacular moment like if like if tw- in 2020 if CM Punk actually returns during the Royal Rumble I'm probably not going to put the the Royal Rumble in my best matches of 2020 
But that may be a best moment. Sure, that's fair. Um, Jason, I don't think we're going to hit matches of the, of the decade. Um, we, we, a little bit later on, we I, like I definitely do want to kind of touch on some of the big moments of the decade and, and maybe some of the big matches. Uh, but we will kind of do a little bit of a of a decade uh, re- retrospective as well. I mean, here's the deal. Maybe we can do that next week. I mean, I'm assuming the yeah, shows actually, are yeah. going to be a bit throwaway again. Yes. Okay. For like yeah. A New Year's. Yeah. Let's I mean, do that. Let's let's plan on doing short of kind AEW, of a decade retrospective next week. on next week's show. Yeah. That'll give you a reason to come back. There you go. Right. Our biggest. Our biggest debut of the decade. Biggest. Yeah. 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 Okay. But yeah. We'll like definitely that. put something together for you. I like that a lot. Yeah. And actually, that'll probably end up as our our question of the week. Kind of. You know, moment matches. Decade. Uh, in decade review. retrospective. Yeah. All right, yeah, good, good call. And it'll be in January, so we'll be looking back on it in 2020 vision. Jeez. Don't even do it. Don't even humor me. <laughs> I love it. Don't even that was it. good. It's not good. Um, it's not good at all. Are we at two now? We're at two. We're no. at number two. Yes. Okay, number two. Uh, I had The Fiend defeating Finn Balor at SummerSlam in August. Like Again, I, this to me... So this is The Fiend's debut. This is The Fiend's debut. The, obviously, the match was. I think the match was a, a six, seven minutes. It wasn't a, wasn't a a long match by any stretch. But my God, you talk about all the build up to this moment, um, the the entrance, the music. Yeah, you just said about not putting CM Punk's return in there because it's a moment, and then no, your number two is a moment. No, but the the match also because even in the in the short match. There was the, there was a moment in time where I thought, okay, that's okay. WWE is really gonna fuck this up on the first night because you had, you know, Balor do the do the drop kick. He went up for the coup de grace, and I was like, I was right. I was ready to like throw a remote through my TV. The fiend landed in the drop zone. Yeah, and I I was I was so ready to just be done that's with fair. with that show. And the fiend caught him and won the that's match. That's a good call. They did take us on a ride. So even in a short match, um, and then obviously the post match with the lights going out, and then all of a sudden he's back on the everything, everything about that. Again, I talk about like the, the 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 perfect nature of what was Cody versus Dustin in a different way. Fiend versus Finn Balor was perfect as well. Okay, okay. Your number two. Oh, my number two. Yes, your number two. My number two takes me back um, not too long ago on NXT on the USA Network. Jim, the date, I'm glad you asked, was November the 20th. I, yes, what was the date? The date was November the 20th. That's when the Red Dragon, the Undisputed Era, and I think this is what um, our friend Charlie was talking about, took on the Revival. Yes. NXT on USA. Just, I mean, what a classic tag team match. Like, that is what tag team wrestling should be yeah, that is real tag good. team wrestling done right baby charlie has a great question he says uh to my point if a rumble match had a storyline throughout the match like benoit for example would that change your mind uh probably not um didn't reigns have a storyline through his whole royal rumble as well yeah, and I mean, like, you know, if you would have a guy, you know, if you have a guy go start to finish, um, you know, like the number one entrant, you know, that goes and the go whole coast way. coast to coast. But even still, it's, it's, a, it's a battle royal. You're right. 
Um, it's a lot of it's a lot of what it is, right? I agree. But um, you know that it's not saying if if somebody else would have it on their match of the year, I'm not I'm not like shitting on it. I'm not faulting you for it. It's just I I don't think I would ever put a, a, a rumble or a battle royal um, on my uh, next year. I'm gonna <laughs> put it on there and just be like wrong. <laughs> Uh, Matt's number two was the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks at uh, at All Out. The Young Bucks. Um, yeah, and, and and you were a big fan of this match. You're a, you're a big Young Buck guy. I remember, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I actually did enjoy the match. Um, obviously, didn't make my my top ah, five, but naturally, um, didn't even quite make the honorable mention. Um, but no, it, the, the the match itself w- was extremely good. These two teams do work very well together. Um, in, in all seriousness um what's that nothing uh but uh jason also does not like the young bucks he says they are garbage uh, i'm not the biggest bucks fan either uh, i'll be 100 percent honest we're going to talk about them here in uh in just a couple of minutes um oh, Christ. so if you're if you're a bucks fan here we uh, you go you not want to hold on my number one ryan i think do we have a drum Mr. Angle jumping off the fucking soapbox here <laughs> Um, I swear, I just... Okay, here's mine. Oh, there it is. I have Kofi Kingston defeating Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 35 back in April. Um, You know, it, it was kind of... It was the injury to Ali in February mm-hmm. that kind of led to this. And and I, I really, really thought... Um, it just felt like a, to quote Michael Cole, vintage... WWE moment for them to build everybody up to this moment. It's Kofi Mania. Kofi's gonna Kofi's gonna win. Kofi and then Daniel Bryan taps him out. And they didn't do it. They actually had the the crowning moment. And man, um, you know, I when you talk about WrestleMania moments, this is right up there with one of, in my opinion, the, the biggest ones uh of all time. Uh just absolutely a spectacular and the match itself, really, really good. Daniel Bryan um has has really had some of the best matches um over the the, the course of the last couple of years in defeat yes you know and putting people over so yes. we, we can't we can't lose sight of that as well but uh oh cousin brian says daniel bryan is over he does that's right him and i usually yeah he butt does, heads yeah. on that one now he, he thinks the the bucks are overrated which i wholeheartedly agree um but uh always we butt heads on the daniel bryan that's, that's okay that's okay. We're allowed to you can. have differing opinion, but no, Daniel, Daniel and Kofi, just spectacular. I uh, I wanted to put another like NXT tag match here, but uh, Jim, I, I feel like you can look back on the year, and I would be damned if I don't put a match from WrestleMania on my You're, top. Because that was one. your first. It was my first Mania. I was there live, um, and, and like. Three matches, obviously, the three big matches were the championship matches. What's up, Danny? All amazing, really, in their own um, to start the sh- to start Mania with the championship match. I do that almost made my. And then to have Rollins go over, like it was, it was magical. That really was. The that women was more momenty. That was very momenty because the match itself was only about two minutes. The women, the actual match was, but the, he he wore out. Yes, right before, um, the women. 
was just really, really well put together. The helicopter thing, I mean, everything about Charlotte. They had, like, a helicopter flying around the right, stadium, Right, like, they too. legit had the helicopter, right, yeah. Right, I mean, I don't think uh, – it wasn't her. No. But, like, no. the illusion was there. Sure. Um, really awesome. Wouldn't it have sucked if the night before, when they did the pre-tape on there, if it would have been raining? <laughs> right, Or right. something, like, it would have been, like – Plenty could have gone wrong. Yeah, plenty could have gone sure. wrong with that, but no, it was a cool visual. The pop – for Becky Lynch was unreal. It's impressive because half that stadium was asleep, I think, Tired by that as hell. <laughs> but there was not a greater moment than seeing Kofi Kingston in the ring and like everything just kind of overcoming. Having his kids celebrate in the ring. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania when he just won his first championship. And like you, the match was really good. Daniel Bryan, if you look back, has had a stellar 2019 a lot of times in defeat, so he's not going to get the credit he deserves. But Brian had a really solid 2019, so my number one match would be Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan, WWE WrestleMania. Yeah, you know, and and I, um, you know, I, I I put like the the collages together for the weekly episode, and I, and I pulled a picture from um, when when Kofi won, and there was one of them that I just couldn't get it to fit in the frame properly, but. It was of, I mean, you could just see Xavier and Big E just both like in tears, like holding them on their shoulders. And and you like when they, whenever you've heard them talk about that moment, like I, I, I it's it's incredible. Yeah. Like that that moment. Um, and I can go back to thinking about it, and and like kind of replaying the Seth Rollins thing was cool. I feel like there was a bit of a botch at the end of the women's match. Something was botched up. Yeah, the finish was the finish was like wonky. There was something wonky about it, but but I just assumed that Brian was going to kick out. Like, because yeah. I had that, I had that. No, they're not going to give us Kofi and Seth Rollins. Like, that's not going to happen. Right. They're going to give us two of the three, and it'll be a good mania. But they gave us like all three of what we want, and I remember like the one, two, and it took like a second. Yeah. To, yeah, I mean, it was ju- it was bonkers. Because I, I think even like, like and I don't celebrate. Like I'm a big guy, and I know it's wrestling, and I'm not like going you to, to get your fat ass. My up fat out of ass the stadium popped seat. out, and I did. Like I, I mean, we were slapping hands with strangers. Like yeah. it was an awesome moment for me. Great match. It's it's easily my number one. Yeah, like I know I know Tim and Tim and I, and I think even Matt. Like we were talking on the the WrestleMania pre-show um, that that we did is is like. I, I I was with you. Like I just I didn't feel like WWE was going to deliver all three moments, and I'm like they they have to do Becky Lynch. Like that one's like a have to, and because at that at that point I think there were still reports of Lesnar going back UFC. So I'm like they have to get the WWE if the, the WWE title or no the Universal title off of him. Right. So I'm like it's got to be Seth. I'm like man this sucks, but unfortunately. Kind of feel it. Kind of feels like Kofi could end up being the odd man out, or Seth could be. It was going to be one of those two. I, I thought right. Becky was the the easy one, but I'm like either Seth or Kofi is going to end up as the odd man out. Right. And in fact, none of them were. So start- the iconics weren't the one the odd right. woman out. The the Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins were not the odd man out. Like again, you go back to to that show. It gave you everything. That that you asked for it was it was it was really that good, and because I know people say because I know Wrestle Kingdom is going to two nights this year, correct? And they're like, should WrestleMania be two nights? 
I don't want WrestleMania two nights. I really don't. Like, here's the deal. Like, I know, I know what it is. Every year, guess what I do? I ask off work the Monday after Mania. I have already requested off the day after yeah, Mania. I do already. it already. This, this will be like the sixth year. Right. I think I've done it. Every year the, the network's been on. So, yeah, this will be the sixth right. one. Just, if, just, if, if just you can't handle it, 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 like, I ask off for the day after Super Bowl, day after WrestleMania, because I know, probably going to be really tired, possibly going to be a little bit hungover, uh, potentially. So, right, Devin was live in the crowd. He was high-fiving people, like... So it wasn't just my section high fiving total ass strangers. Yeah, like and the pop. Oh my god, I'm getting like goosebumps. I don't, I don't, I don't need WrestleMania to be two nights. I, I don't, I don't. I want it to be a spectacle. Give it, give me. Right. And here's the thing: D- does it need to be seven hours long? No, does it need to be like it can be five hours, and I'll still be up late. I'm gonna be up late either way. The show was five hours. Yeah, the pre-show. Well, yeah, the, was yeah, the two. pre-show. So yeah. So like, don't watch the pre-show if seven's too much for you. Right. Or like, get together. With a bunch of friends, have a fucking beer or two, and enjoy just being a fan. Right. Every time we've done like a get together, WrestleMania has never felt like it's that it long. It hasn't. Like this live, past year, I had the flu. <laughs> live didn't feel like seven hours. Yeah. I don't know many people that were like, yep, th- we hung around afterward to talk. Mark got interviewed by What Culture. That's right. He Mark. did. Yeah. If you, if you dig back into What Culture's WrestleMania right. show, you will see our very own intern Mark. Um, got to meet Frank the Clown. Well, Foley that's always exciting. Out there. Well, that's was, exciting. That is exciting. Um, You're a big Frank the Clown guy, aren't oh, you? I love Frank the Clown. You're a heel. Uh, let's get to Matt's number one match of the year. His is Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, baby, at Takeover 25. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Obviously, a lot of a lot of the, the, those matches. The, they were all good. They were all good in their different way. I think, t- as as Tim pointed out on one show, I almost got a little bit of gold, Cole Gargano burnout um, this year. Um, it, but um, the matches themselves, you know, extremely, uh, extremely good. Let me let me pull up here some of Ryan the other matches. Is that the one that they ripped the the uh, the ring apart. Was that this? Uh, they they that run New together. York? They run together. They do. Um, it might have been. This is where Adam Cole won the won the match, won the championship. Now that this one was back in June, so I think was that the was that the cage match? No, Cole beats Gargano. Cage match was Toronto to win the NXT championship, and this was NXT New York. Yeah, which was twenty five. Correct, correct, yeah. twenty five. Yes. Okay, that one was but on. They do unfortunately run together. Yeah, that one was on my list of, of potential. A um, couple other ones on my list. Uh, Daniel Bryan defeating Kevin Owens and Mustafa Ali to retain the WWE Championship at Fastlane. Mustafa. <laughs> um, oh, hold on. I, I, at Fastlane? <laughs> um, Seth Rollins defeating AJ Styles for the Universal title uh, at Money in the Bank in May. Um Let's see here. Uh, Roderick Strong ver- defeats the Velveteen Dream for the North American title at the NXT on USA debut show in uh, in September. Uh, Undisputed Era defeating the Revival NXT uh, on USA back in November. I think that was that was the one on your list. Just from a couple weeks ago. Yes, yes, the yes. tag match. Yeah, uh, Cole defeating Pete Dunne to retain the NXT title at Survivor Series. Um, then of course, obviously, uh, Rhea Ripley and, um, Shayna Baszler from last week's NXT, um, 
man, like it, it's so it, it it it's so tough when they just continue to put great matches up to the end of the year <laughs> because it's like I've had this match uh, on my list since the beginning of time. Yes, and now you're gonna sneak in. And um, I started my list January twelfth. From that UK yeah, show, I mean, yeah, it, all year long, this has it's, been it's bonkers, man. And there's there's probably so many more uh, that I'm missing, but uh, that that is that. Is there any more in the live comments? Any other? Um, Jason says the AJ Kofi Orton and Joe Elimination Chamber match uh, was really good. Yeah, I mean, this here's the thing, man. 2019 um, obviously gave us a lot of historic. Uh, moments uh, Kofi winning the women main eventing AEW beginning and and uh, NXT debuting on, on the USA and uh, UK pay-per-views and take or takeovers and um, impact uh, now moving to to a better uh, cable company the shit going down with ring of honor like there's been yeah. a lot of good a lot of bad um, but man there has been so many good matches. Uh, Scott hits it right there on. He says 2019 was one of the best years uh, for wrestling, and, and I agree. <laughs> William says we need a top twenty uh, match of the year. There's just too many great ones. Yeah, but I think I think that therein lies the challenge is is taking that that list of of twenty twenty five or more matches from the year, right, really good matches, and right. and breaking it down and and. and Picking what him apart. a good problem to have as a right. professional wrestling fan. In tw- sure. Jim, my list consisted of NWA, NXT UK, NXT, New Japan, Ring of Honor, AEW, and WWE matches. And that is including my honorable mentions. But how awesome is that? Yeah. That we have so many outlets to watch. Jim, 2019, we're talking about, again, NWA. Are you shitting me? Right. Yeah, no, the, and there has been great matches. Right, whether um, they're an alternative or not, another cable program wrestling show. Sure, sure. 2019 was a great year for the mania, a great mania. Yeah. Top three, top five WrestleManias of all time. You know, and, and even going back to January, Royal Rumble um, in a baseball stadium. Like, I, I remember when they, oh, when they was announced so cool. when they announced there was a bit in 2020 is as well. Uh, I think it's a, the, the Houston Astros, I Wait, think. This was the Diamondbacks? This was Arizona Diamondbacks. I thought, man, in a baseball state, like, how are they going to orient that? And they used the the screen in the outfield for the Tron. Right. And they had, like, the dugout, like, entrance. I love it. I want every Royal Rumble. It was so cool to see To that. be at a baseball stadium because that, like, that has just absolutely, um, absolutely delivered um, a completely different look, and and you know they they like you've gotten so many things that that, that people have asked for. Um, Scotty hits a nail on the head. Great matches to everyone is all subjective. Absolutely, like I said, my number two, the Fiend versus sure. Finn Balor. I, I highly doubt that that's going to be on anybody's top five. It may be a moment sure. of the, of the year, but probably not a match. But but I thought the match even delivered took you on a, a roller coaster. Um. Scotty, uh, I, you know I think you, you did, love roller coasters. I think you did uh, uh, jump in a little bit. We're going to kind of do a decade uh, retrospective next week. Next week, um, because we hope to have Tim and, and Matt and everybody back with us. Um, so we will uh, we'll try and do do that kind of stuff. But um, tweet us, message us, 
Facebook us, whatever you want to do. Like, let us know what you want us to cover. Yeah, yeah, what, definitely. Right, match of the decade, uh, debut of the decade, return of whatever, whatever you're thinking return of. Moment, you know, like mo- what was your, your biggest moment of the decade? And then there's a lot of strong, you know, uh, contenders for all of those things. I have a, a really high moment of the year. Of the year? Of the decade. Okay. Of the decade that I don't think anybody else is going to think of. Mm. But it, it is easily a top five moment. The debut episode of Total Divas. Nope. Sure really? wasn't. On, is that an honorable sure mention wasn't. for it you? It is or? not. Wow, you really are driving a hard bargain. I cannot wait to share this. <laughs> Here's week. a good one. Um, Jason says, is, is The Undertaker versus Goldberg at the Saudi show on anyone's match of the year radar. So... <laughs> He says it obviously tongue in cheek, but um, I would think it's on Prince Alibaba's or whatever oh, his name was. Um, was uh, was there any? Because I, I think that could probably be on the worst match of the year radar. Um, can you think of, of of any other like match or moment that that stands out? Obviously, the the Lashley Lana Rusev feud uh, has been a real stinker over the past couple months. Dive bomb. Um, but uh, is there been like another match that sticks out to you as as just that bad? I because this that match you didn't watch. I hate to do it to. I'll you. put that match as uh, the the worst one, the Goldberg versus Undertaker, because it was bad. I I I watched it. I, I did watch it. It's bad. The Goldberg Undertaker. It's awful. You did go back and watch. I that I did one. go back and watch that. Wow. One. Right. Right. I lie. Um. Um. I I I feel like this one didn't deliver at all for me and i'm gonna go back to mania and it's the triple h batista match Ooh, i've never been a batista I think I guy did see, uh, jason or somebody mentioned that that, that the match didn't deliver to the bill i mean you just didn't have to include batista mm-hmm. you could have just triple h come out Man, i pop so in his music salty. and send him back so salty about he the had batista. the like dragster car like that was all cool shit um and then the bell I, I i enjoyed that i mean i've never been a huge uh, batista fan myself um but uh, but with I, his nose ring and shit. Ah, shit. Yeah, I I I I I did enjoy, um, I did enjoy that one actually. But uh, Scotty says Fury versus uh, Braun, that was tough. That was tough. Um, Those Saudis really got a shit to shit, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You got they they got the fiend winning the the, the universal title, that so was, yeah, it that's, balances that, yeah, out. It does. Um. <laughs> this is cousin Brian says the seven 11 European TV championship has given us a lot of moments this year. Okay. It absolutely has. It's even been defended in uh, New York around Christmas. I, uh, uh this year. Well, that's right. Or the, the, the last couple of days. Somebody just win it. Um, well, I think, uh, I think our truth got it back. Okay. So I think he's up to like 26 range. But dude, that's what that title is. Like that is 100%. Um, what that title is. Uh, Scotty says the the women's tag team title match at WrestleMania he did not enjoy. Um, oh, Scotty has the worst moment, uh, the end of Hell in a Cell. Yeah, that that was tough. That was that, really that was, bad. That Holy was real shit. tough. Um, it was almost as bad as an hour long uh, gauntlet. gauntlet match for nothing. Uh, I I I still stand by that 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 it that it was fine and All it right, made so sense. This is uh this is Wikipedia, so it might be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Jason have... jailed on Jason says 
Speaking of over-promoting than under-delivering, AEW is garbage. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Man. How we speak to our audience, I guess. Man, Jason's my guy. Jason is my guy. Our truth is on his 25th defense. 25th. Yeah. The shortest reign belongs to Jinder Mahal at 11 seconds. That was the, the golf course. The longest reign belongs to our truth Guess how long the longest rain is? Eight days. 20 days. Okay, 20, 20 days. 20 days. That's almost three weeks. Oh, well, that's impressive. The oldest champion is Pat Patterson at <laughs> 78. The youngest champion is Enos Cantor at 27. Who? Uh, the basketball player. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. I did see that. It was on, like, Good Morning New the York. The heaviest champion, The Revival. Because they oh, shared that's it. that's right. That's right. Okay. 446 total combined weight. The lightest champion, Kelly Kelly. Also the very first women's champion. And she was the first women's champion. That was what, uh, Raw 25? No. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the, the special Raw show. This is one of the, the special Raw show. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that was obviously an unforeseen, uh, unforeseen highlight of the year was uh, – the new European or the new hardcore championship. Okay. The current champion is our truth who uh, is in his 25th reign. He won the title by pinning Santa Claus at the Lincoln center mm -hmm. during mm -hmm. sightseeing trip in New York city. Sure did. Sure He's did. Then shown on raw the 23rd. There you go. Um, I did not watch raw this week. Did not. I can tell you that. Did not. I have other um, things to do. Well, I'll try. I'm, I'm probably gonna try to catch SmackDown. Um, that's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night right. from Detroit, Michigan. No, this is a live episode. The little, yes, the little Caesars Arena. Pizza, L pizza. Mm. Mm -mm. All right, let's. Do you uh, like Little Caesars? You know, I had it. Uh, I had it a couple of weeks ago. It was the first time I had it, probably in about like a year, yeah. and it was fine. Yeah, I mean, not it's good. Not good. Not good. Right. Not bad. It was fine. Um, now, recently, I have had Domino's and Papa John's, and both were delicious. Really? Yeah, I know Charlie had a bad had a bad run I am in. Not a Domino's guy. I at think Charlie all. had a bad run in with the Domino's in uh, like Mount Joy or Lancaster or something. Uh, but the Domino's here in Lidditz, man, the, uh, they they've changed a couple things up. Okay. The and again, it's not the same as I going to a owner. local parlor pizza. Like it's it, it's not it's never going to be. I'm gonna give a shout out to a guy I work with named Adam who's uh, going through and and checking out pizzas. He um took my advice. For some reason, he took my advice. He took my advice. They were talking about pizza, right? Bob and a boopy. Hey, and um, I said, "Why don't you, if you guys look for pizza? Why don't you just like drive into Lidditz? So him and his him and his girl drove into Lidditz. It's a beautiful little town. It is. And they went to Roma. Roma Pizza. And I just I just loved their combination. He took your advice. Yeah, I took my advice, and I uh, went and <laughs> saw saw them about the Vito. <laughs> and um. And he got. I just, I just. English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? The sauce and cheese combination that Roma seems to use, and they are very cheesy. Roma almost they are. over they cheeses. Are. They are, yeah, never. I made that mistake. Never get extra cheese on a Roma pizza. It's so much cheese. You will die. You don't need it. You, you will die. You ain't gonna poop for two or three days. Yeah, it will hurt. You you might die. You might choke on the mozzarella. I absolutely love the mozzarella. I love it a pizza. I love it a pizza. <laughs> He ranked it very high. Loved okay. it. Okay. Wow. Okay. Loved it. They went to Nona Rosa tonight. Where's that? That's the one uh, that my uncle was talking about. Oh, the, the formerly Piero. Yes. Yes. The new place. They both scored it less than Roma. Really? Yes. And like, like, wow. Jason 
loves it. And yeah, I take Jason's. Your your uncle Jason said that, that was the best pizza he has ever had. I take his had advice his on all things food. The guy in the house, he knows how to cook. He does. He knows how to make food. He knows he how to talk absol- about food. Absolutely does. Wow. Yeah. And I have not to try well, the, no, no, the, the no, 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 um, Apparently, they are the only place in Lancaster County that actually makes fresh pasta. I've heard that. Yeah, fresh yes. pasta in-house. So, um, the guy does the fresh pasta. Uh, Cousin Brian says Roma is great. Not as good as Grotto, though. I love the Grotto pizza. And like I know you like just kind of get it because it's like a novelty it, thing at the beach. Right. And I think that's why I enjoy it so much because it is always connected to like a vacation, a sure, getting away. Good time. Because like, like, I have always joked because there's like an open restaurant pad out here at the Target and Lidditz that's just never been leased. They've never built a restaurant there. It's been there for like 10 years. And I'm like, they should, I jokingly say they should put a Grotto pizza there. Right. But it's like, first off, Lidditz doesn't need another pizza place. Big but big. like, if a Grotto pizza was there, it's not like I'm always going to go get right. Grotto pizza because... Like I, I I do like La Piazza. Or I do like Little Nicky's in Ephrata, or you know Nino's, Little Nicky's is tasty. Nino's yeah. downtown. We got a great pizza at Nino's downtown a couple weeks. So it's like I love Grotto, but am I really? Right. What am I going to do? Sneak out like oh, it's ten o'clock. Wife's in bed. I'm going to go get a slice of Grotto. Right. Actually, yeah. I, you actually, fucking I fucking would. probably would do that. You would. Um, so I just don't think Grotto's taste that good. Oh, I love Grotto. I do. I, I don't it. like their sauce. Oh, see, I love this, which is weird because it's a sweet sauce, and so is I know. You know what I think it is? I don't think you like the two cheeses. What other cheese do they because use? Because they use mozzarella and cheddar. A white cheddar? Well, yeah, it's not yellow. No, it's an orange cheddar, I believe. It's not orange cheddar. I believe it is. I don't is think it's orange at all. I think it is, but yeah, they they use a. Uh, they use a cheddar. I think that's what it is with you. I can't. That can't be. I guarantee it is, Ryan, because it is different. That might be. I don't do different very often. <laughs> Cousin Brian says that uh, their crust is the best. You don't have to tear it apart. It just is firm. just firm enough. Here we went a really long time. We Set should a make point. a trip down to the grotto in Newark. I believe that one also has a buffet. Oh, yeah. memory serves, because that's the one at the University of Delaware. Yeah. Right? Oh, a good old buffet. Yeah, we stopped there on the way home. We did really good not talking about food, and now we get sidetracked. We're fat. What, it was gonna. It was bound to happen. Yeah, what else are we going to talk about? I like their wings. They have like a home run sauce, I believe. Is that? Grand Slam. The Grand Slam That stuff sauce. is fantastic. That's real good. On the yellow boneless wing? Yo. I like a little boneless wing from there. You know, Little Caesars uses Munster cheese yes. in their cheese blend. I knew that. Probably also why you don't like them. No, because it's five dollars and it's shit pizza. <laughs> all right, we got. All right, we got to find back the wrestling talk, Jason. We ever get a chance? Will there be wrestling talk? Yeah, we're getting back there. We're getting oh, back yeah. there. Is this Sorry. is this your first show with us, Jason? Yeah, we we have we, we're we fat. Start, we talk yeah, about we food sometimes. Food a lot. Um, thanks for you know straightening out the ship. But thank you. Let's talk about the young bucks because okay. uh, last week uh, they deactivated their Twitter accounts. They did. Um. Matt tweeted, I've had a fun time on this app over 10 years, but it's time to finally hit the X. I'll see you on BTE, being the elite. Um, he then reopened the account as a Young Bucks official branded account. Um, but at, uh, as of earlier this week, there was no like tweets from it. And I think that's the one we were blocked from anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, we as in the show, because you, I'm sure, said something very malicious no 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 the the more that this pans out this guy's definitely a vanity searcher 
Absolutely With, not. Without a doubt, this guy is a vanity searcher. Um, while they didn't offer an explanation, as of earlier this week, um, their father uh, did. He said, quote, thanks for all the love we are getting from everyone. Wondering about Matt and Nick. They are fine and just need a well-deserved break from the toxicity on here, meaning Twitter. They're the most sweetest and most genuine guys ever. They don't deserve all the hate they get. Love you all. That was from their dad uh, on uh, on December 21st. Uh, he also tweeted this, a response. Um, we suggested a hiatus to clear their minds. They give 110% of their blood, sweat, and tears to the point of pure exhaustion. They've got nothing else to give. Haters going to hate and always going to find something. Um, obviously, we wrestling Twitter can be uh, can be a toxic place, no lie. Um, but uh, the, the the timing of this came after AEW lost last week in both total viewers and that key demo that Meltzer and, and Alvarez like to bring up. Right, right, it's right. Just right, right. very interesting timing. Um, then uh, on Monday. Uh, Matt Jackson posted a statement to Instagram. He said, first off, I acknowledge how ridiculous it is that I even need to talk about this, but it's clearly a distraction. My brother and I decided to leave Twitter permanently a few days ago. We realized it took a precious uh, took precious time away from our families who have already sacrificed enough time as it is. Also, we've noticed how it seems to stifle our creativity. Lastly, our, after taking numerous breaks from this, this past year from Twitter, we found it to be healing to our mental health so getting off completely was the next step. Uh, this will not change how we interact with our amazing fans. Actually, it will. Uh, as we'll continue to put out our best content online. Never be afraid to say hello to us, whether it's on social media or in person. Thank you so much for the support. We love you all very much. Uh, happy holidays. Well, first off, <clears throat> if you're removing yourself from one social media site, it will impact how you interact with your fans. Um, but I, I feel like the idea was Nick had one as Young Bucks and Matt had one as Young Bucks. Let's create one and we are the Young Bucks. This is our Twitter page as the sure. tag team. Sure. So it will affect you because no, no, no. you're blocked but from now, that one and they didn't give you Nick's but, one. But now they're both gone. Oh, the other one's yeah, gone they're, they're, too. They're, they're, both, they're all gone. Okay. They're completely off of Twitter. Because I feel like I read something from one of them that said, like, we're just going to unify it. Well, I think that was originally the plan, but I think I think they're 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 both gone now. Um, oh, they'll be back in a month. I don't know. It's not an issue. Like, you know, and 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 then the uh, our we'll continue to put our best content online. You should probably put your best content weekly on AEW Dynamite. You'd think that's just. I know. I, I know. I'm not in the business, but that, that's just my opinion. Like, here's the thing. I, I this just to, and. You can agree with me. You can disagree with me. This, to me, just screams, we lost in the ratings. People are calling us on our shit, and we couldn't handle the heat. Don't that, buy it one second. That, that, that's, to me, what it comes off as anyway. <sighs> that's what it looks like. I think that's what you think it looks like. I, I, I mean, I mean, having your dad go on there and be like, they're good boys isn't great yeah that's that's a bad look that is a bad look here's the thing look dad don't tweet anything about this good night cousin brian he says he's gonna go find grotto before they close um the one of the boardwalk still open they're open till 11 so on the it was it was the nxt AEW on the 18th right that 
the that was this show. The ratings came out last Thursday, the nineteenth. Right. Their Twitters were deactivated like Thursday or Friday. But it's not like people were like, "Hey, at Young Bucks, you suck." Hey, at Young Bucks. I mean, there was probably the some that were you, and they're the same people that tweet the WWE. Right. Hey, you suck too. Fuck people. Yeah, but come people on, suck. You know all those times that Triple H deactivated his Twitter, and Stephanie said, Dude, "They well, are hunters just burn out." They, they I, I feel he's a like, good boy. I feel like they are like actual good guys. They really are. I believe they are. I think they're they are, and this is going to sound ridiculous that I'm saying this, like. Christian boys. I I agree. So over Christmas to deactivate your account to spend time with your family, if that's what they're saying, both are married. Do it. But I I get Twitter. You can just not go on the right, app. Exactly. Too. I get it. Like it's literally that easy to keep the phone in your pocket. Right. And and it's that easy. Or to like, not open the Twitter app. I'm not saying that they're addicted or delete to the it. Twitter app. I don't but, know. But. Yeah. But and if you're an alcoholic, it's that easy just to not drink alcohol. Okay. You know what I mean? So if okay, you need so to delete the app, remove yourself, why even have it then? You'll find it on a computer. I used to tweet off my... You, you tweet deck on your computer. I do. So just deactivate I, it. I also, don't, I also don't deactivate my account. Right. You're right. I, here's the thing. Even when you're taking heat. Well, yeah. Or when you're in heat. I'm in heat. I don't know. <laughs> um, like, here's the deal. I, I don't know if they'll be back on Twitter. I don't. It, to me, it, it just the timing of everything. Their dad coming to them to, to their defense. It 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 is just a bad look. You're because here's the thing. If they were just a tag team on AEW, I don't think I'd even give a shit. But the fact that you're one of 14 EVPs on that company, and so you're one of the faces of the company. One of the guys who is booking the company, the, like theoretically or reportedly, they're in charge of the tag division in that company. So one of the messages that that company has put out since day one has been, we're the most interactive. We're going to listen to our fans. We're going to be there for them. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Wins and losses matter. We're interactive. We're innovative, blah, blah, blah. So you ha- you ha- you for the first time, you lose the demo. And within a day and a half, gone from Twitter. I can't you're believe- de- Anybody has that thin a skin. I can't believe it. Really? I cannot believe it. Did you see the clip from being the elite when one of the bucks, the the, the one that's not as bald, was doing that? Was doing the? I don't know which one's yeah, that's which, fair. but was doing the punches. Right. That was you know like mocking you know the backlash. Right. Right. And I get that's what they do. They just roll with it. So why would you delete roll Twitter with it? about it? Right. Yeah, man. I it. don't know. It is. I, I think. I think they. I think they. They got fucking too much backlash, and they couldn't take it. They deactivated their count. Because here's the thing. Like, I. I again. I only fought. We only follow one of them on the from the three count account because we did get blocked by the vanity searcher. Sure did. Um, but I don't. I don't see them tweeting a lot. I didn't see them ever tweeting a lot. They were pretty active. Yeah. Okay. They were. They were. Did you, but I don't ever like. I don't I, see Triple H tweeting a lot either. But if you pull up his thing, he tweets quite often. Sure, but I, I don't. I don't recall them. And maybe it was shorter breaks that that I just didn't. I didn't know oh, them disappearing. Like I didn't notice them disappearing periodically throughout the year. Uh, you know, I wouldn't. 
Yeah. Jim, you could disappear for fucking two weeks, and I'd be like, <laughs> exactly. I guess nothing's happening. I don't um, know. So, like, so I don't know. It's it is it is. There's just such bad optics about it, though. If Matt were to disappear, I would just assume NBA refing got better. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> and the Doug, problems got and solved. And like NBC fired Doug Flutie. Everything's fine. And, and it's just Matt's not on Twitter. I wouldn't know that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. To, again, it, it's optics. The optics aren't good. They're the fiber optics, really. The fiber optics. They're bad. Um, I don't give a shit. Spe- it's an app. Speaking of things that are bad... Um, according to a report by Forbes, Jim Cornette has filed a lawsuit against G Raver, the Indie Connection owner, William Molnar and Shopify against the parties over a t-shirt that says, fuck Jim Cornette or F dash 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 Jim Cornette. Per the report is a federal trademark lawsuit. The shirt in question is said to depict an image of Cornette's face gagged with X's over his eyes and needles in his forehead with blood spattering out. Uh, per the report, Cornette says that he did not content, consent to the use of his name or image and that the aforementioned parties were making money off him by selling the unauthorized shirt. Uh, the legal complaint states Cornette is a professional wrestling living legend and believed by many to be the world's leading expert on all matters having in any way to do with the sport of professional wrestling. He did not consent to the use of his name or image. It adds claims of unfair competition, trademark th- dilution, trademark cyber uh, piracy, common law, trademark infringement, unfair competition, um, unauthorized use of Platon's name and likeness, and in the alternative conspiracy under Pennsylvania law. Forbes reports uh, that when asked for comment on the story, G. Raver stated that he hadn't, he hadn't yet been served with the complaint. Um, Stephen P. New, the lawyer for uh, Jim Cornette, says we have 90 days to serve. That's not uncommon. G. Raver later tweeted on December 22nd uh, after the initial story on the legal complaint was reported. Just let it be known I was the guy who didn't back down from some fucking shit legend regardless of the outcome. It's what it's worth. Um, I'd lose my ass before I just lay down and sign my mouth away. It's been fun and I can't wait for Xmas. Uh, the tweet is available uh, on G. Raver's uh, Twitter page. Uh, Stephen P. New went on to say the defendants were given ample opportunity to resolve this matter amicably and chose to force Mr. Cornette to resort to litigation. Uh, he continued accordingly. Opportunities to resolve this uh, matter amicably no longer exist. I believe we will prevail ultimately on the merits of this action. Um, <laughs> I'm not shocked that the lawsuit actually went through. Um, I mean, I listen to the Jim Cornette podcast every single week. Um, and, uh, he is, whether you like him or not, the guy has, uh, has a way with the English language. And, uh, the, the, when he first, uh, talked about G Raver and that shirt, um, it was, uh, it was a marvelous use of the English language, regardless of how you feel about him. Um, (sighs) here's the deal. Um, I mean, Legally speaking, Cornette's going to win this because the likeness and the, the the character and the name, like it's that's that's the character. Um, morally, whatever the, that that I think that's more up to dispute. Um, Cornette's not a death match guy. I'm not a deathmatch guy. I'm not 
saying I wish I don't wish injury on any of them. Like Jim Cornette, I'm sure has it numerous times. Uh, what outlaw mud show death match fucks? I think is uh, one of the ways he's uh, described them. Um, are you doing fucking calculus over there, Ryan? Yeah. No, I was just looking things up. He, um, oh man, what a bad, what a bad take. And like, that's really what this is in response to Jim Cornette. Like G. Raver really hurt himself bad, got cut open real he bad did. On, on a light tube. He did. Absolutely. And, and I forget, it was kind of like wish death or something like, like that's a shitty thing to do. It is. I, um, yeah, I won't. So like in response came like this, this graphic, um, and, and G. Raver does, he's a, the tattoo needles is, is what they are in sure. his head. It's kind of like the, uh. The Masada barbecue skewers, but with with tattoo needles. Yeah, I get it. You're not a deathmatch guy. A lot of people aren't. I'm I'm not a super deathmatch guy either. Um, I've worked on shows with with G Raver. Mm -hmm. Um, We were at the the one show. He was he was on there. The uh, the northern the northern tier show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was he was on there. We were the uh, the guest GMs GMs. or whatever. Yeah, the GMs. Um, He's wrestled over at Atomic a bunch of times. The guy can they can really wrestle. Plus, he can do the deathmatch thing. Um, I think they they got stuck when when they used his name on the shirt. Maybe like I feel like you could have said the what? graphic is a parody of 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 a character uh, of Jim Corn. You know what I mean? I, I I don't know the law enough to know. Like, here's the deal. Like, what I, happened? I know somebody tried to bring up. There's the there's a um, the T-shirt on Jim Cornette's website because I know like he said it's one of his life goals is to outlive Vince Russo and piss on his grave. Right. Um. And there's a shirt that, because um, I think the line he says, "Hate is a hell of a motivator." So there's a there's a there's a shirt that has him like a cartoon cornet pissing on a tombstone, and like you can clearly say that like see that the tombstone is meant to say Vince Russo, but it has like a V, and then like kind of like it, it looks as if like somebody had like written the name Vince Russo, and it's now running off, right? Even though like obviously a tombstone would be engraved, right? But, like, you know that it's meant to say Vince Russo, but it doesn't actually say Vince Russo. I think where this shirt made the mistake was you actually used F-Jim Cornette. And then the then the picture, um, you know, I mean, it's a drawing, the cartoon or whatever, but was like, like, it looked like a portrait of Jim Cornette. Like, it was not a, you know, it, it, you use the name, which you can't use without, like, I guess legally because I get I would assume I mean it's, it, that's his real name his name is James Cornette so I, right I mean, but there's... I think but maybe and I, I don't know this for sure but he may have Jim Cornette trademark because his name is James, because his correct. name is James E Cornette um, it's actually James Mark Cornette I actually thought it wasn't he it's Mark oh my oh uh, wait but Are you being funny no oh like, you know get it Mark like wrestling Mark no oh. Uh, so yeah, so maybe J- James E and Jim Cornette, like maybe he has those trademarked, you know, per because you can get your name trademarked, right? You know, like yeah, I mean, yeah, I like Ohio it. State tried to trademark the word "the" earlier this year because they are the Ohio or the Ohio State. Right. So I guess they were trying to get the trademarked. It the. didn't work out. <laughs> Tough shit. But like, and Is then in the, Miami though, like the U. The U, yeah, right. What an idiot. The, stupid. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking stupid. But like, I, I, again, I think also too because like, if you're looking at that picture, it is not a, um, you know, it is not it is not enough of a, because like Gilberg to Goldberg, 
Right. Clearly, you're not going to get those two confused. Sure. That image looks like almost like a portrait of Cornette. So I think I think yeah, that's okay. I think that's where they they made a legal mistake. Um, Again, I don't know the law enough to know, but yeah, it's not it's not great. Yeah, they, uh, uh, unfortunately, you know, and, and I'm not faulting you know G Raver and and everybody else for um, you know standing their ground and not you know not backing down from the fight, but they're absolutely going to lose this legal. Right situation, which sucks because the guy does have medical bills. Whatever your thought right, on on right, the, the death right. match situation, um, a guy got hurt in the ring performing for a fan. Yes, regardless if you're a fan or not, like you never want to see that happen. No, no, absolutely not. Like, and you don't, you don't. I mean, Cornette was wrong. Like to wish, yes, from a moral injury standpoint. And, right, right. He was absolutely wrong. Yeah, in doing I won't. That. I won't. I'm a Cornette. Like, I. I'm not in like the cult of Cornette, but right. like I do listen to him, uh, the, the the Jim Cornette experience just about every week. Um, I mean, I can respect his contributions to wrestling. Sure. I wouldn't call myself a Jim Cornette fan. Yeah, um, you know, I like I enjoy his podcast um, because I don't know he, how you can listen to that. Just him. Oh, this I enjoy the hard, fuck out of oh, it. Oh man. Um, but uh, you know, yeah, like there, there's some stuff like that. That uh, that he does for me go, it goes over the line of, of morality that that I do not find okay, um, but yeah, it, it, morally not okay, um, and and you know now unfortunately on top of medical bills, it looks like G Raver and company are going to have uh, some legal bills because I I, I I have a hard time believe again I, I'm not a lawyer I'm not a judge. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a, any sort of legal practitioner, but from the... the but you've the, watched Law & Order. I've once. watched a lot of Law and & Order, um, and um, and even the, the short-lived show, the, the Chicago... Chicago uh, Justice. Chicago Justice. That's the That's Law the, & yeah. Order. Um, and and just from the, the we like I know I took a co- communication law class yeah yeah in college like the the loose knowledge that I have of the law, um, uh, G Raver and then company are going to have a, a a pretty steep uphill climb to try and win this case. I hope they win. All right. Um. I I personally hope it just gets resolved out of court, but that doesn't seem like it's going to be I don't feel like a, uh, a Jim Cornette thing to do. Uh, probably not at this point. Did uh, did you see David Marquez's tweet? The interviewer? No, I did not. From the NWA. Oh, He's yeah, not no. one of the two commentators. I'm going to just slide the tweet to you. You can read it how you see fit, but it's in, it's in a response to a uh, oh, an Eddie Murphy boy. quote when Eddie Murphy was on SNL. <sighs> okay. How do you tweet that out, Jim? Okay, I'm going to read the tweet. Now, this is not your word. This is this not is, my we words. Will, we will at CWFH Marquez on Twitter. Uh, he tweeted at 2:35 a.m. December 23rd. Eddie Murphy can say "quote coon boy" on network TV, but at the Jim Cornette can't say a starvation joke on the internet. Good on you, America. Um. Now here's the deal. Now he has since tweeted like a clarification. Oh, right. I mean, it took a day, but a statement to help clarify. 
And then he went on to tweet, uh, for the record, that he himself is Hispanic. Um, please stop referring to him as white. Um, Jesus. So, like, he was just all over the place for, like, two days with this thought. Like, here's the deal. If you, if you did not see um, SNL this week with Eddie Murphy, during Weekend Update, uh, Eddie Murphy came out as Gumby. Oh, okay. As he used to back when he was on the on the very cast. old character, and he and he he said, you know, because somebody asked, I, I think it was Colin Joe said something about Eddie Murphy, and uh, and 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 Gumby responded that he was a yeah that right, um, and I, I mean that Gumby character was steeped in racism yes when when it was 100 in the was 70s is this- yeah i think it's, it was first in the 70s um so but yeah that that caught me off guard that that made it through um but how do you like that tweet right how do you even liken the two like and here's the thing like a black comedian making a joke well, and then jim Cornette, and he doubles down that it was just a starvation joke well, and and now here's the thing about about that joke is that, and this is a joke that's been used in wrestling and TV back into the '80s, and into the because the the nature of the joke, yes, it is a a it was a starvation joke. However, like time and place, man, like, and that's the thing is is you can you can only look at 2019 through 2019 eyes. You can't look at 1984 through 2019 eyes. Right. You can't go back and 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 undo something. Now, also, like the way I looked at the way I look at it is this: is like the the thing that Eddie Murphy said, or that you know Eddie Murphy said was playing a character uh, in, in a comedy show, right? Whereas Jim Cornette is a commentator on a wrestling show. Like you don't like. The, the, those two worlds are completely different, right? Um, and you know, Cornette is Cornette in 2019. Like Gumby, I get it's it's a weekend update in 2019. Right. However, like when Eddie Murphy's hosting SNL for the first time in ever, right? Yeah, um, and is back at SNL for the first time ever, and you're and you're doing these characters. Like, I mean, Buck, I was. Part I was part of me was surprised they did the buckwheat character, you know, because it just like I didn't know if it would age well. Now they did it pretty well right. doing the mass singer thing or whatever, and it was fine. Um, but feet <laughs> times I made it. Um, but was a chair that was a chair. But man, it that tweet is just so dumb. It's just dumb it is just like and then acting like it was just like a small internet video that you put it up on right i mean right and we were just defending youtube last week or two weeks ago right because somebody As, says it's not a tv it's not title, a TV title. No, it's a it's tv, TV service now. right right and then just to, like to cheapen your product be like dumb. oh it's just an internet it's program just, it's just on youtube right get out of yeah, here dude, that's such a bad look if i'm dave lagana and i mean i don't know how many more people you have lined up in the chamber but I'm possibly looking at getting rid of Marvez for that. Marquez. Marvez was Oh yeah, the, Marvez is AEW. Marquez. Yeah. Um and, and it's not a like it's not a cancel culture thing, but it's just more of the fact that you're downplaying your product. Right. 
Like, and that would be that would be the reason I get right. You what? We're just a YouTube show, right? Come All right, on see now. you, dude. That means right. you don't respect our product, right? Like they made a choice to broadcast on YouTube and not try and take it to TV, which I think is fine. I mean, they you know they did another set of tapings. They had a pay per view, like yeah, that oh so stupid. Um, also, if you haven't checked out that that SNL, uh, the Mister Robinson's Neighborhood was just hilarious so just good. go check it out it's really really yeah the, the whole episode really really was really well um they did like um one of like the pre-recorded sketches where it was like you know like a dad is like you know saying some words before christmas dinner and like you know it's so great to have the family here then it shows day. like a flashback and then like why do in-laws coming like what the hell why do we have to host your family here you know and it just shows like just the the stress leading up to the holidays and how you just put on your best face when the family's actually there. Um, Lee brings up a great point, too. SNL's live and the NWA was taped in September. Cornette's comments should have been edited out before it aired. It's a failure on whoever does post-production for the NWA. Ding, ding, ding. Where's my damn ding at? Ding it. I can't find it. I'm going to hit this one. I'm going to get the triple ding on that one. triple ding. 100%, 100%, man, and that's another, because I knew it, like, Eddie, when it was the Gumby as well, said the word shit on on, right, on right. live TV. You're live. We're live, pal. Right. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Um, yeah, that, that that's another great point, is the fact that you had, you had, you know, six weeks or whatever it was to realize this was a stupid thing to put on air, right. and, and you didn't do it. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think, I, I, I don't know. There was some racism there. I don't know how you just deny it. One is I mean, you can hide it as a starvation joke. Yeah, I mean, but it, it it just it wasn't. It just isn't. And that's coming from like me, who has very, very loose. And do you say that because because it was fried chicken, right? I yeah, I think so. Yeah, like I think so. Yes. So if it was warm apple pies, those are just some hungry folks over there chasing warm apple pies. It's, it's, it's the American dessert. And like, here's the thing: I'm not, I'm not denying that. And I get like, like associating fried chicken with the race in and of itself is very racist, right? So to me, that's where it's like I, I can see that the joke is a is a starvation joke. However, like. Again, if if the if the tie is there, and if and if somebody if it take if they if they do truly take offense to that, then it's a problem. Okay. And here's the thing: like the fact I didn't I didn't hear the Cornette joke live. Like I just saw somebody tweeting, "Holy shit, this is what Cornette just like." Right. This was just happened on NWA. The first time I heard it, I like, and again, I I don't. I, I I can see that it like the history of the joke, mm-hmm. but like the first time I heard it, I went, "Dude, how you can't air that in 2019, right?" So like you can you can say that like you know society's soft or you can you can do any angry old man yelling at cloud thing you want to do about it. However, like if you know if you're if if the first thing that probably a lot of people think when they hear that joke is. That's not good. Right. It shouldn't have been said. Probably shouldn't have been said. It shouldn't have been said. Somebody should have heard that there and been, let's think about this. Now, like, 
when I watched SNL this week and I heard Gumby say that, I went, whoa. Like, that was my initial, I was like, wow. Maybe I'm just, like, used to hearing, like, I I watch a ton of Netflix stand-up. And, like, just watch Sticks and Stones by Chappelle. I don't know if you've seen that yet. I do need to check that out. But, like, Chappelle says some really rough shit in there. But it's in the vein of comedy. And comedy. And I was just like, that's funny. What was the thing? And, 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 like, he even says about it, like, about, like, saying some of the jokes. And he's like, white people shouldn't laugh at this. But it's really fun. Like, it's a funny joke. Right. And, like, he's pointing out the social injustices that we're living in. Sure. And making fun of these right. things. Right. And, and, that's the thing. And, and, and that's why I don't think, like, NBC had to come out and make a statement about, you know, oh, Eddie Murphy said this on they the SNL last night. They have license to under, like, the umbrella of comedy. Correct. Right. But, like, if, if there was enough backlash on it, they could have released a statement. I, I, don't, I don't think I saw a lot of backlash on it because it, it is in the... It is under the umbrella of comedy. And is under, under the umbrella of a character where, again... On a pre-taped wrestling show, six right. six, six weeks six out, later. just no good, no good. I guess they're going into film again soon. I, I, well, I think they did some tapings when they did the pay per view last week, two weekends. Oh, ago. was there tapings then too? I think there okay. was oh, tapings okay. I then. That. Okay. Yeah. Um, so those should be those will be coming out uh, shortly. Uh, one other news item I had from the week, Ryan, and then we'll uh, we're getting close to eleven thirty here. Um, Obviously, Randy Orton recently re-signing with the WWE for five years. Uh, According to uh, the Wrestling Observer online, Randy Orton was indeed in talks with AEW, but the two sides couldn't agree on money. Uh, There's speculation AEW didn't offer as much as uh, Orton as much as what Jericho was offered, and Orton ultimately decided to sign a new five-year deal with WWE. Dave Meltzer was quoted as saying, I'm sure Randy Orton thought that he was deserving of a Chris Jericho-like contract um, because in his mind, he is uh, a bigger star than Chris Jericho. Tony Khan didn't think he was as big of a star as Jericho. There you go. That's what that's what happens. Huh. Um, maybe this is just me, but in terms of a uh, wrestling contract, like I, I would think that Orton w- right now, Randy Orton is pro- to me. I th- I would think is more valuable as a. Week in, week out wrestler than Chris Jericho. Now, character wise, like maybe not. And I know Jericho has the you know the Fozzie stuff and is probably a little bit more um, valuable outside of the wrestling box. Sure. So maybe that that's that's why. Um, but in term in terms of a a a, a worker and in <laughs> and I don't mean to go this way because I'm a fat ass. But in terms of being in shape, Randy Orton is just kicking Jericho's ass all over that one. Yeah. Um. So, um, I, I, dude, when you're talking the amount of money that the cons have, getting Randy Orton, I think, would have been unbelievably huge for that company. I feel like. Orton could have done, dude. Some of the stuff Orton's done with the revival and some of the matches he's had, you know, with with um, I think I, I, matches uh, with Ali, he's had matches with Seth. Like the dude can still go. Orton has the legacy for sure to to be able to have cemented AEW. But if you want to go for like 
longevity and youthfulness and impactful matches. I think you have to look at what John Moxley has done for AEW and is the ROI good on Moxley right now? Is the is the investment that you made in John Moxley appropriately returned its value to be able to back the truck up for somebody like a Randy Orton who is nearing the the end of the prime of his career sure. with his age. Now again, you get Randy Orton that is huge. But they got one third of the shield, Jim. Sure. And what what has been made of John Moxley? I mean, he's still like the loose hinge sort of thing. Right. The promo, he's the lunatic the friend. glass spot, you know, with 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 Omega. But like, has that ROI been good enough to warrant doing it again? But here's the thing: I I don't, and and this just may be you know being a little naive. I don't know if AEW and Tony Khan truly cares about ROI because and and. I, I don't I don't know what their long term goals are for this company, but in my mind, I think you need to look more short term if you're AEW, because if you look long term, you're going to be dead in the water. I think you need to look the next one to two years. I think at most you need to look at by the end of 2021. And to me, if you can get you know Orton signed five years of the WWE, if you can get Randy Orton under contract for two years. That's two real good years. That's very accurate. Like you, you get him, you know, like at, at whatever the next uh, pay per view is, uh, Revolution. If Randy Orton comes out after whatever that I was pronouncing it, our Evolution. Weird. Oh, yeah. That's super weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a joke I expected me to make. Um, but at the end of Revolution, if you know, I don't know. I think Moxley and Jericho is the direction they're heading. Moxley beats Jericho. And then out of nowhere, dude, you're you, printing money at that point. At that point, your main event spotlight is on three former WWE guys and nobody homegrown from being the elite or anything like that. Uh, true. That's the problem. You're not an alternative then. You're just Well, they're another. already not an alternative if we're really being fair like, about it's it. Just, it's a tough spot to be in for AEW. But here's the thing. You, you, I mean, you didn't get any viewers last night. That zero viewers, Jim. Last week you lost. You lost the demo, and so you're you're already at a potential. Like you're at a somewhat critical point. Next week's next week's going to be real big. And I again, I, I next know next week should be huge for them. I, I know that that we've we've talked about how like you know ratings and demos only truly mean anything to advertisers. But I'm really curious just to see what the a week from now when we're talking about AEW versus NXT, what the rate if NXT beats AEW next week, AEW is in trouble. There is absolutely no way NXT should be exactly AEW. It's their homecoming show. Back exactly, in AEW has pushed Correct. the chips to the middle of the table. Yes, they they are. Buying it again, they're yeah. all in. Like, if you lose, if you lose the the number next week, that is it. That is a terrible look. So brutal. You have to do like to me. You have to do something to get more people on your product. And I know, like, 
It, it's it's the old TNA wrestling tactic of bringing the faces they know. Yeah. But guess what? Sometimes you got to get in the fucking door. NXT just did it with the Survivor Series angle. Boy, that seemed to fucking work, didn't it? Seemed to work real well. Because ever since Survivor Series, you've won twice. You've won twice in, what, three weeks? Yep. Since since Survivor Series. Oh, these guys are good. Yeah. This, Holy this, shit. Yeah. All right. Imagine what that little out. rub from Seth Rollins and AJ Styles and them will do for NXT. Get I'm not going to lie. My viewing habits on professional wrestling have changed. You're... I am a Wednesday night wrestling guy wow. now. I absolutely am. If if I'm going to miss a show, I'm going to miss Friday Night SmackDown. Fair. And I'll catch. I mean, I DVR everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I might, I'm aware of everything. I, I may might, not catch everything. I might watch Raw in there's 45 too, minutes. Dude, there's just too much. But I will watch the four hours of wrestling on a Wednesday night. Yeah. I, I Pretty I much do. start to finish. Yeah. And, and again, that it's just an awesome thing. Because I never cared for NXT. I, not that I, 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 let me phrase that. I loved NXT. I didn't watch NXT on the regular because it was, I was like the on the network. Way. And I just, it was easy for me to Takeovers, skip it. takeovers, all, I watched every single takeover. And I thought they were just special because I don't watch the product often. Nope. But that's a nope, special group of people. And they're that good. Uh, a couple comments here. Um, Jason, dude, I, I swear to God, this is not my burner account. Jason says, ROI, they have a guy that keeps his hands in his pockets. Orton carrying a name uh, like Rhodes would have been good for them. He also said Moxley was great for a small window, but Orton's been a classic for years. Orange Cassidy is so I do, fucking I, I over. Do, I do love Orange Cassidy. Um, and Lee says, another example of AEW being not being willing to spend money to elevate themselves as a company. Need to spend more money to make it. And and that's my point. Is like If at our evolution in February... Uh, like I said, Moxley wins the title. Orton hits the fucking RKO on, on Moxley, and that show goes dark with that. You are absolutely going to get people watching on Wednesday night because for the next three days on Twitter, that's the image you're going to see: Randy Orton standing over John Moxley you in know, an AEW the, ring. The route that, they, that I think they're going to go. What's that? Or the reason maybe they didn't spring on Randy Orton is you're going to have this match. With Moxley and Chris Jericho. And instead of having three WWE guys, you have two WWE guys and a Marty Skrull to end that match. And That's that fair. will be That's the fair. direction they go. No, I don't know how much, but I, I, obviously there's people interested in Marty. Not as many as Orton, though. I'm telling you. I mean, because here's the thing. The, the, the people that are most interested in Marty have already bought all the Villain Club apparel that's already on Pro Wrestling Tees. So you think it's just AEW? I mean, you you may, like I think you you can probably grab I mean, some ROH I audience. don't know if ROH has the money no. to fight for Marty, but in my opinion, it's, it's AEW or NXT. I agree. And here's the thing. AEW is the easy route. Sure, I think AEW gets, and, like, I, and I think honestly, I think that's where he's going. The friends and family discount. I don't, I don't, probably. I don't think, I, I don't think he's going to end up in NXT. But here's the thing: like, if he, you know, if he's the one, you know, that comes out and attacks Moxley at the end of uh, our evolution, it, like, I don't, I just, I don't think that lands as big as if it was Randy. I don't Orton. think it does either, but I think that's how they're going to do it, and they probably are, and that's a fine way to go about it. Moxley Skrull, I think, will be a great match. Would be would be a great match, but it's like 
again, they, if they want long-term success, they need short-term wins. And getting Randy Orton and having a moment like that, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be in, in February because I don't even know specifically when Orton's contract ran out. I think it might have been the end of the 2019. But like, if you if you get that moment, dude, right? Like, I'm t- I'm telling you, like that that image, the Randy Orton shirt coming up on pro wrestling tees, sure. that's gonna sell even uh, even more so. It absolutely, you know, than like, a Marty shirt. Like, I'm not it, it, denying. Yeah, it. I, I I just those are the type of missed opportunities that if, and I'm saying if. Five years down the road, there's no such thing as AEW anymore. I think you can look back on moments like that and go, "This was a missed opportunity." They didn't open the pocketbook when they needed yeah, to. Yeah, this. And you, here's the thing: WCW found out the hard way. You can't open the pocketbook um, and the checkbook f- for everybody. Sure, that's expiring. What do you mean, brother? Exactly. Like, here's the thing: nine million dollars for Bret Hart at that point in his career for three years. And this is even me saying this right. might have been a little high, probably because. And again, you have to know if you can use them. I think Randy Orton's fairly easy to use, especially when you're a company that offers a live mic and good wrestling. Orton can do both of he those sure things. That's fairly easy. And WCW was a chicken with its head cut off. That's true. So and here's the deal: you need to strike with the number one, number two, number three guys in the WWE. You can't take a Ty Dillinger. And make chicken salad. And I'm not trying to shit on Ty Dillinger, but what has he done in AEW that is like, wow, he's elevated. I mean, he was, in my opinion, more over with the tent stuff than he is with the chair stuff. The chair shot was wild because it was botched and he got bloody. Right. But that was it. Ever since then, he has an entrance that doesn't make... Why does Tully Blanchard wait until he stands... It it just doesn't make sense. Tully looks... Uh, it, it's it's bad. AEW, I want you... If, if, if you're not going to go the route of getting people, I want you guys to make stars with what you have. Yeah. And I know it's going to be tough to like have Orange Cassidy be that guy, but that's the problem that you guys have created, creating this indie feel of a show and ever having somebody... And I'm not knocking Orange Cassidy because I absolutely love the gimmick. I loved it on the indies. But in the indies, it made sense. How are you going to have somebody like Orange Cassidy wrestle for the AEW Heavyweight Championship? Right. You, you, you uh, Can you? I, um, I guess you can. I, I mean, they had Darby Allen. I mean, size-wise, they're not very different. I mean, they had, like I said, they had Darby Allen wrestle for the AEW World Heavyweight so Championship. So I guess you can do it. So I guess you can. Um, I mean... I, I, I worry I, maybe what it does to your championship that a guy with your hands in your pocket just I, – I don't know. And he doesn't wrestle his whole match like that either. Yeah. I don't know. It's a gimmick. Yeah. It's I, over. It's a gimmick. That's right. I, I, so ROI on him I think is great. I the, the, Well, the intern – yeah, and that's the thing. Like their investment on him money-wise probably isn't that high, and you're getting a great return on right. it. Right. Like, yeah, Moxley – I mean, I know he's selling a buttload of shirts, but what is John Moxley? I mean, besides yeah. dropping a – Besides dropping a couple of uh, dropping a couple of bad words on on live TV, sure. he's Dean Ambrose. I'm sorry, he's Dean Ambrose. He's you know he is just past the fringe of lunacy. Right. He's at yeah. He's actually he is he's a full lunatic now. He's not the lunatic fringe. He is a lunatic. 
Um, oh, Devin agrees with me. Thank you, Devin. Nice. Also, thank you for buying the uh, Three Count Thursday swimsuit calendar uh, for 2020. <laughs> it was the, it was the first order. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I think. Wait till you see July. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Darby Allen made Jericho look so weak that the match went so long. And that that was a, that's another thing that I've, I have said about um, AEW is sometimes matches going 20 minutes to make one guy look strong makes the other guy, unfortunately, look weak, even if you're not trying to do that. Um, so they, have, they do have to be careful with that as well. Gauntlet match. <laughs> the guy got his head spiked on concrete. Right. Made Andrade look great. Now he's the champion. Yeah, seemed to work out, didn't it? I guess it did. Yeah, thank you. I guess it did. Yep, we proved that point, didn't you? <sighs> thank you for that one. Um, all right, we're going to wrap this one up. We've already gone past uh, 1130. Um, make sure you check out the Instagram Woman of the Week. I know Matt, uh, I can't. I forget um, who it is that's up there this week, but he, he's uh, been getting the pictures up there. Ryan, where can people uh, follow you? I know you, you tweet somewhat more frequently. I'm sure you'll be tweeting this Sunday. What's this Sunday? Um, the, 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 I, I sure the will. The footballs. I sure will. The foosballs. Let me see. What did I tweet last? It's, it's at R-Y-N and then the word eagle at R-Y-N-E-A-G-L-E. I, I retweeted our three count end of spectacular I, tweet. Uh, I'm going to guess that your last actual tweet was complaining that Walmart wouldn't let you in at 530 on Prime Christmas Country Eve. is back on at Sirius XM and I am happy. Oh, there you go. And then I tweeted something, something. Ben Roethlisberger blocking people with something, something. <laughs> yeah, I found out I'm blocked by Big Ben. But and apparently a lot of people are. I typed Mary Chrysler. Or I just, I just so wait a minute. So, but Walmart closed at 6. You showed yeah, up at 5.30 and they were... a second. Yeah. Fuck you, Walmart. Uh, and I get it was Christmas Eve, but my ass had to work too. So Walmart's app says open until 6. Open until 6. Open until 6. So I you, wanted to you swing have to in there. get in, buy your stuff, and be out by 6 p.m. Eastern. It's not what it says, Jim. That would be closed at 6. We are open until 6. Okay. In my opinion, those are very different statements. Open until 6 means your doors are open until 6 p.m. Well, but generally we stores... Closes at 6. The doors are closed at 6, and we will begin like closing registers at 6 gotcha. o'clock. Okay. Just okay. a small little take. And I've talked to other people that work at other Walmarts, and they were like finally pushing people out around 7 o'clock. So 5.30, I run in there. I need to get a Walmart gift card for um, an added gift that I had to give real quick. Just I try to keep the monies as balanced as possible. Yeah, I think that's So I just wanted to get like a $20 gift card. That's all I wanted to get. And that's, the, that's a shoot. That's the honest truth. I show up there at 5.30, and they have people, like physical people, standing at the door says, nope, sir, you can't come in. And I'm like, uh, excuse me? And they're like, nope, we're not letting anybody else in. And I'm like, what do you mean you're not letting anybody else in? That's such a weird thing. And then I was like, it was the one on Lincoln Highway, which is like a fucking ghetto-ass Walmart. Yeah, that one's tough. So then, like, people started raising their voices. Oh, boy. And then, like, more people came, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to just stand to the side, though. I can take a bullet, but only once. And I don't fucking know how crazy people get about their Walmart shit. But people are We've literally seen people, like, tramp to death. Yelling at each other about this. Like... Your app says 6 o'clock, and the guy's like, you have to get off our sidewalk. 5.30 is 5.30. And the guy's like, I know 5.30 is 5.30. That's why it's not 6. And they're like shouting. So fucking great. Um, Long story short, I didn't get the gift card. I called 1-800-WALMART because, again, I work in retail, and I just thought it was bullshit. 
Um, and they were like, yeah, we're getting a Is that lot really of- their customer service? 1-800-WALMART. Okay. Yeah, and that, I know that because the acting like manager on duty, who was their service manager, like the car, no, the car service manager that like with the tires and shit, he was the manager on duty for the whole store. So they like the, the whole management team was like, fuck this today and dumped it on the poor fucking guy that changes tires. Oh, man. He's like, 1-800-WALMART. If you don't like it, 1-800-WALMART. Nobody else is coming in. You don't like it, 1-800-WALMART. <laughs> Just repeating the same thing. I was, I was so f- fucking frustrated. <laughs> Fuck you, Walmart. That's for you. You suck a bag of dicks. Hope you're out of business. Fuck you. <laughs> I was down there doing my duty. I'm like, hey, Target's open till 10. Fuck you, Walmart. Fuck you. <laughs> it's now. You can't even follow him. At RYN Eagle. On Twitter, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Um, go to our website, threecountthursday.com. Um, find uh, all of our social media links, our YouTube page, our What a Maneuver merchandise. Uh, we stream live on leebsports.com, L E E I B sports.com. Our home network is ngscsports.com. The sponsor of this show is Alicia's Pillows and Things. You want to hook yourself up, end of the year, beginning of the new year, start it off right with some new decor around your house, log on to NGSCSports.com, find the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage, and place your order. Oh, Ryan's coming back in. What do we got? Oh, he's getting out of here. There's some. Uh, thanks for playing along this week. Our best matches of the year. <laughs> he's doing the tip. Um... Next week, we are going to uh, kick off the new year. We're going to do our decade retrospective looking back on the 2010s. Join us then. Until then, we hope you had a Merry Christmas. Have a safe and happy new year. And until we talk to you next week, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin. (laughs) 